And hello, everyone. Sean Simons, PPG Grandpa. Welcome to the show. Uh, this is episode 207. It is season five already. We are rocking and rolling over here. Uh, we're going live a little bit early. And the reason why we're going to go live a little bit early is because we are going to, um, we, we have a huge amount of people that are on the on the panel now and we want to make sure that we have plenty of time to say hi to them before we get to the live show so we have five minutes to do a quick pre-show to say hello everyone um since i'm looking at my screen let's go ahead and start with kevin houston kevin welcome to show big dog how you doing my friend good to see you doing good good to see y'all as well i've got you, my uh, you got another uh flight in over here and uh how was that buddy uh i didn't like the bumps <laughs> Uh, it was bumpy, but you kept telling me it was a bump factor of one. So uh, um, maybe I'll get used to them. So I'm sure I will. But uh, planning on coming back uh, uh, this coming up Saturday, hopefully. Yeah, you're, we're definitely going to have some fun. That is for sure. Um, so welcome to the show. Glad that you're here. And uh, I can't wait for you to to get back over here so we can... Uh, fly some more and maybe do some cross countries. I just realized that my my good microphone wasn't plugged in, and all you hear is the uh, microphone from my laptop. So hopefully that's a little bit better. Can you tell the difference? Yep. Does it sound better? Good. Or sound the same. Yeah. It sounds slightly better. Oh, good. I like slightly better. Slightly better is good. So welcome, show Kevin. Glad that you're here, buddy. We also got Joey, man. How you doing? Good to see you, man. I'm doing great. How you doing? Doing good. We talked uh, on the phone a little bit, a uh, long bit. Glad that you're able to be on here. You are uh, you like to fly, and one of these days you're going to get back over here. Or are you going to get over here because you're in North Carolina, right? Yeah, western near uh, Hendersonville. So you're going to get over here and uh, take some classes, do some advanced training, have and hang out. Hey, maybe you just need to come yeah, over the, uh, for our fly-in. From the fifth to the eighth to watch the eclipse. Mm, there you yeah, go. in April. I know my job's kind of tough though. We'll be getting geared up for uh, Mother's Day sales at the greenhouse. So I don't know. We'll have to see how it works out. I know I won't be able to make it to Bad Apples for that very reason. But I, I don't know. April. They've been known to cut me a little bit of slack. So I'll just have to put it in and see what happens. Well, play it by ear. Sounds good. Glad you made it over here, Joey. Good to see you, buddy. We also got our very own Linda Anderson, ParamomUSA.com with the pom-poms. There's the pom-poms. Welcome, everybody. Hi, panel. Welcome tonight. I love Mondays, my favorite day of the week. And uh, I have to say hello to my chatters out there. Thank you for joining us tonight. We've got a great show lined up for y'all. we got Jeremy Howe in the house. And uh, we're going to have a really, really, really good night. So I want y'all to sit back and enjoy um enjoy the show that's it yay awesome always good to see you linda and i tell you what it's really interesting uh we're on our season five and you've been with us since what season one yeah it's yeah. been pretty crazy i mean this this is awesome i can't wait to see season 10 season 20 season 100 it's it's amazing i've met so many cool people in the last almost five years already right you know, just getting guests on the show. And like I told you, it's, I love it because every time you get a new guest on the show, it's, it's a new pair of friend and they become your pair of family and all that. And, and, uh, 
yeah, it's a lot of fun. So thank you Absolutely. so much. Absolutely. Everybody. And you can't beat a good pair of socks. All right. We also got a very <laughs> own Jim from Canada. A, the only guy I know that has maple syrup smell and money, official sponsor of our show here, because as you can see on his little careppg.com, he also has careppg.com. That QR code will get you over to what, Jim? I think it's careppg.com. I can't remember. <laughs> we'll have to test it here. I know, right? And uh, not only that, but if you mention a certain somebody's name, you also get 10% off of all the cool stuff that you do. Tell us a bit about what you do. Oh, I do custom printing, so I can print virtually anything for you uh, to whatever specs you want. And uh, I'd be happy to do that. And if you mention the show, then I'll give you 10% off. Awesome. And I know that you print out these awesome calendars for us really neat so that's great thank you very much for printing out the calendars and uh, all the stuff that you do for us thank you for that 10 percent off and uh also you know we can always find you over at careppg.com for your crazy paramotor shenanigans thank you very much jim good to see you buddy we also got sean smith man sean it's been a minute how you doing buddies yeah i think the last time Howdy, here, what, uh, uh, episode 206 yep yep so what, hanging out what, other place can I, what other place can I go on a Monday night to uh, hang out and talk about paramotors? I know, right? This is the best place on Monday nights. So it's always good yeah. to see you. Um, uh, and we also got Will Fly from Will Fly PPG. He's also going to be um, doing the spinning wheel of Winnie things. So make sure you say hello at Will Fly. Will Fly, welcome to the show. Glad that you're here, bud. To be here as always, Monday nights. Favorite, My favorite... Uh, show on monday night <laughs> <laughs> well i was just talking to jeremy i think it was and we got the flying season coming up and man it is coming fast at us i mean we got fly it for gauge coming up in march and that just kind of starts it off we got uh, uh circus actually yeah the circus is is it over now mm -hmm. yeah yeah it's over yeah. now okay yeah so i'm looking forward to delving into some of those videos i bet they had a great time I can't, oh, yeah. I can't, yeah, because they dropped that 50,000, so it'd be pretty nice. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Oh, if, uh, you can check out my videos at willflyppg.com or search for Willfly on YouTube. You should find me there. But it's going to be. Excellent. So once again, we are going to be giving away some things tonight. So make sure you at Willfly say, hey, I'm here so we can put you on the spinny wheel. That's Spinny, W-I-L-L, -L, Spinny Will of Winnie Things. But tonight is not about me, Sean Simons, your host. Welcome, everybody. But tonight is all about Jeremy. Jeremy, welcome to the show. Good to see you again, because you were here, I can't remember what season, but it was, what, episode 127-ish or something like that? Yeah, sounds right about two years ago. And good evening. Hello, everybody. I'm happy to be here. Well, good. A lot of things have changed since the last time that we have talked. You are now... Uh, an official member or part of the USPPA, uh, the treasurer? Yeah, yeah. I um, I ran for office and I got enough votes and now here I am. I uh, just finished my first year with the USPPA as a treasurer. That is really, really awesome. I'm so glad that you made it here. Welcome to the show. So for uh, those of you out there that doesn't that do not know Jeremy, Jeremy, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, how you got into paramotors, and then we'll start going into your amazing journey of paramotors, um, uh, USPPA, and maybe even some 3D printing. Hmm. 
<laughs> yeah, sounds good. Uh, so I'm Jeremy. I uh, found paramotoring on YouTube. I wrote 2014 in the bio this time, but the last time I was on the show, it looks like I wrote 2015. So one of those years I found paramotoring on YouTube. And I was in college. I didn't have enough money. I didn't really have a sustainable income. So I just watched a ton of stuff on YouTube, probably everything that was out there. And then after I graduated college, I saved up some money and I signed up for training in 2019. So I've been flying for about five years now. And I have uh, two gliders and two motors now. So I've got a little bit of variety to fly around in the sky. So uh, it's been great. I've been going to a lot of fly-ins. I've been going to a lot of uh, different events. I've been meeting a lot of new people. I've been slowly progressing through this uh, flying thing that we all do. And it's been great. I've had a lot of fun. That's awesome. I know in the pre-show you were talking about doing another SIV clinic or you did an SIV clinic and want to do another one. How many SIV clinics have you done? Yeah, I did an SIV, I think, I want to say 2021, I think. I was with Andy Fuller at Skylab and uh, Bill, Andy and Bill were there. Um, I had a great time. We went through the whole curriculum that they normally do. Um it's surprising how much the beginner gliders just want to fly. You can do all kinds of paraglider origami with them. And whenever you let go of the brakes, they just pop back out and they're ready to fly. It's, it's amazing. Uh, <laughs> so that was my only SIV experience. I'm happy to go into more details if you'd like. But um, I'm hoping to do more. There's a handful throughout the world that I think are uh, highly rated. Like, I don't know how to pronounce the, the place in Turkey. Oludunez? Olu Oludunez? I don't know. Um, but there's a few out there that I want to try out. That looks like a great flying site. I think, uh, you know, there's some some things I could get better at and get more experience doing. But uh, it's not necessarily something I do in my day-to-day -day flying. I don't really do a lot of collapses or recoveries or any of that crazy stuff. I just like to fly around and enjoy the air. I mean, SIV clinics are, are not to go out there and do acro. They're for us to understand what happens when our wing collapses, you know, what to do to fix it. You know, the wing collapses, you know, during you know, some sort of weird wind anomaly. Well, we know that we can pull the, you know, the A's down, collapse it, and then it'll just open it back up. You know, or if we got a, a riser twist, we can undo it. And then worse comes to shove. We throw a reserve because we practice throwing reserves in our SIV courses. I definitely recommend Andy Fuller um, in his SIV clinic down in Florida because Jim and I, I don't know who else is going, but we're going to try to make it down to the SIV, SIV clinic with Andy at the end of March. How cool would that be? So anybody wants to go, just let us know. Now, And what was the name of his boat? Yeah, what's the name of his boat? We know the name of his boat. His na the name of the boat. Okay, yeah, that might be something. I forgot. Cool. We we might we might uh, need to use that one again. So um, <laughs> if you know it, don't put it in the super chat because that might be a one of those answers that might win something on the show tonight. Once again, Will uh, is going to be putting everybody on the spinny wheel. So if you want to win something tonight, make sure you at Will Fly in the super chat. So, um, hey, you know what? I, I know that um, a lot of people want to know um, on the guests, for the guests, what is your go-to wing and your go-to motor? And are you planning on uh, upgrading or changing your wing or motor anytime soon? Um, yeah, so I, I've got a Parajet Maverick with the Moster 185, and I fly a Luna 2 
I find that to be a ton of fun in the sky. Um, I also recently bought a Yuda F2 frame. It's aluminum. It's, um, it's got an Atom 80 on it. Um, I haven't flown it yet. It was more of a winter project to assemble it and get the Atom 80 all set up. Um, and then I also have a Mojo Power 1 that I flew for a long time, and I still fly it just depending on what I'm trying to do in the sky. But the Luna and the Moster are my go-to. Those things are fantastic. My only beef is the fuel efficiency in the Luna is just not not super great compared to some of my other friends that have um, comparable gliders. But other than that, it's been fantastic. I enjoy it. So real quick, just just because you know you said most were one eighty five and then Adam eighty. What is your weight? Your all up weight? Oh, it's one eighty five uh, plus motor plus clothes plus I don't know. Again, it depends. I fly in the winter a lot. I fly in the summer a lot. So the two seasons, I could be plus or minus 15 pounds just of clothes. <laughs> it, it just depends. So you have a Moster 185. Why are you going to be going to an Atom 80? I started out in an Atom 80. Okay. I, I enjoy it. You know, I, I uh, flew it until it blew up on me and uh, I rebuilt it. And uh, I haven't flown it since, but I don't know. I have a second motor. I have a second frame. It's just depending on what I'm trying to do in the sky. Sometimes I just want to go up there and cruise around. And I like the Atom 80. It's got some pros of like noise, vibration, torque. Um, but it definitely has some cons compared to the most 185 too. But again, I just like options. It's good to have. And if I have any friends come visit, I have two motors, two gliders. They can comply as long as they're within like the that. weight range of my gliders. I like that. I really love the Atom 80. I just like how nice and you know, light it is. And uh, it's usually just a, that one pull start. It has plenty of thrust for old grandpa to get up in the air with my wings because I like my 28 meter wings. So pretty cool. Um, real quick before we continue, I forgot to ask anybody on the panel have any questions for Jeremy? If you do, now's your time. I only get questions. Go, go ahead, Jim. I was wondering how long uh, before you actually went to the SIV, how long had you been flying? About two years, I'd say. And I yeah. got a lot of flying in those two years. Did you? Yeah, I tend to fly any any flyable window. I tend to fly as long as I'm you know, not working or out of town. Cool. So you'd say approximately how many hours did you have before you did it? Probably about 100 or so. Good for you. Really? Mm-hmm. Really? That's awesome. I, I think that I um, was six months in before I took the first SIV and that right there just expanded my <clears throat> knowledge so much. It was almost like I went to went from only six months of flying knowledge to all of a sudden a year and a half of flying knowledge. I mean, it just is amazing what an SIV clinic will do. Um, I know that we asked this before in the super chat, if you've done an SIV clinic, uh, let us know that you've done an SIV clinic and who with, and did you like it or not? Are you going to do another one? It's always nice to know what you guys want to do. Uh, real quick, also, Kramer, you won last week's uh, uh, um, calendar, and I haven't sent it out yet. I apologize. I found it in my car today. <laughs> but today is President's Day, so I couldn't send it out because uh, everything was closed. So it will be out tomorrow. Hey. Um, Hey, uh, Sean Kramer, I'm sure will forgive you because she's totally excited. Apparently she's driving back. She got her gear. 
So awesome. Good for you. I'm so happy. That is great. I guess. I don't know if Bill H is with her or what, but she's driving back and watching the show. Yay. So congratulations, Kramer. Yes. Love that you, girl. Awesome. Congratulations. I'm so excited for her. I'm I did so have a question for Jeremy. No. <laughs> nice. So, hey, Jeremy, you said uh earlier, you said you're kind of you know progressing through the the your flying career or whatever, but what stage are you at now as far as like your excitement level or, uh, you know, can you go a day without flying? Can you skip a good day? I mean, or do you have to fly every day that's, you know, flyable? I mean, kind of where are you in that? Yeah, I'm, I'm five years in and I'm, I'm 29. So I've got a lot of flying time hopefully left in my life. Uh, I st I'm still excited about it, but I don't necessarily know if I'm flying every possible window. Um, I live in Metro Detroit, Michigan, and today it was perfectly flyable, but it was like 35 degrees outside. So I didn't want to pack up everything and bundle up. I've got a flight suit, heated gloves, all that stuff. And I just decided against it. Um, I flew twice last week and I, the flights are short when it's cold out there. Usually my hands get cold because, you know, they're above your heart. There's the wind going, even with the heated gloves and a couple layers, they get cold, but um, yeah, I still, I still get excited about it. I still talk about it at the time. Um, people probably are sick of me telling them about my paramotor and hobby and all the stuff <laughs> I do, all the pictures I have. You know, I, I tell everyone when I'm telling stories, like, you know, I can keep going. You need to tell me when to stop because <laughs> I'll keep <laughs> showing you stuff. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's great. And I hope uh, this excitement continues. I, I know, you know, for me and a lot of other people, we have hobbies that we kind of lose interest in. But this one's got magic to it. No, I I really enjoy it. Good, good for you, man. That's awesome. Excellent. So I've got a question on your uh, SIV course. You took that quite a while ago, right? Yes. So do you still remember what you came uh, came away from it with that has stuck with you? Any things that any things that you've noticed uh, that you have have you used anything that you learned? Uh, what What was your biggest takeaway from it? Yeah, I, I think just in my knowledge of SIVs in general, which, which isn't great, but it sounds like a lot of people either come out of it more cautious or more ballsy. And I think I'm in the more cautious bucket. Um, I still practice some of the things I learned, but while kiting, you know, you can do collapse recovery on the ground while kiting. Uh, you just have to, you know, create the collapse yourself or um, steer your glider in the wind and or, or even midday when it's thermic. You know, a lot of times if you're slow on the inputs, um, you can um, have an asymmetric collapse. So I still practice that. And, and, and the way I look at it is, at least when I took the SIV, um, and everyone's different, but I, I, I wanted to learn what to do if something happens in the sky. And I hopefully don't have to do those things ever again. But if they do happen, I have some muscle memory built in. And I've got a ton of videos on my Instagram um, showing some of the things that we did there um but i think some of the main things i took away was you know be smart in the sky make good decisions about altitude make good decisions about maneuvers um and then the beginner gliders are magic and they will take care of you as long as you have altitude um and a lot of the issues are, are pilot induced you know a lot of the time yeah um they would tow us up really high and and we would do all these maneuvers and a lot of times I would either be too slow or overcorrect and I would just make it worse. So on the beginner gliders, in my experience, um, a lot of times doing nothing is better than 
playing around and trying to fix issues. But it, I had a great time doing the SIV. Um, I call it paraglider origami. Uh, you can fly half of a glider. You know, they, <laughs> they taught us how to fly half a glider. You know, we pull and hold an asymmetric glider and you can turn right, you can turn left with half of the glider flying, which I thought was incredible. Cool. But uh, again, I, I only I only used a gliders during my SIV. Did you use his gliders or, or one of yours? I did both. So he, I have a, a Mojo Power. I, I got it out of training. It's a fantastic beginner glider. I really enjoy it. Um, and we also, he also had, a, I think it was a U-turn, a motion. Um, Sean, mm -hmm. you might have flown that one too. When you were I did. <laughs> <laughs> I did. That's the, that one was... that I, that's the one I did the uh, reserve throw on because it was, you know, some, it was his wing and not my wing. And we hung it out that night. Yeah, I love it. Was the sheathing yeah. on the uh, lines all worn off on the one that you flew, the Emotion? The sheathing was fine on the glider I flew. I'm not aware. No, on, on his issues. glider. Yeah, yeah I, on, on his, his glider, glider, I didn't see any issues with the sheathing. Okay. Not that I not that I noticed. Well, remember, too, he's a professional. He repairs gliders and inspects gliders. So, you know, he's not going to let any glider that goes out there be anything other than 100%, you know, two thumbs up. Right, right. Okay. Good point. Um, since we asked about the the uh, takeaway, and anybody in the super chat, if you've done an SIV, what is your takeaway? Let us know because we'll read that um, in just a minute because I think that's really important. What is a takeaway from an SIV clinic? Mine uh, was two things. Um, I was always afraid of uh, wingtip collapses or collapses, right? After doing an SIV course, and just like Jeremy said, you can fly by ripping down half your wing. And you fly and you don't feel any different. You just turn a little bit. So all you have to do is weight shift toward the toward the inflated side and you can fly the wing, no problem. Half of a wing. So right there, I was like, okay, I trust my gear. So that was the big thing. You want to make sure that you trust your gear. Secondly, is that um, I threw a reserve. How do you know what a reserve feels like when you throw it, you know, until you actually do it? So when I did that, I threw a round reserve and then I decided, you know what? I want to buy a uh, Regalo, which is steerable. So uh, that made me uh, decide what kind of reserve I really want. Um uh, how about you guys? Anybody here on the panel do an SIV clinic and any takeaway from that? Anybody do an SIV? I did one. You did one? Um, how about yeah. you, Sean? What was your takeaway on it? Um, just confidence. And and uh, it didn't make me fly crazy or anything. It just uh, gave me confidence. And I don't know, a year or so later, I took a major collapse pushing on a speed bar. Uh, not very high and maybe a thousand feet. And it just, uh, I think that was the only thing that has happened that I used something, but it gave me the confidence to just work through it and not kind of freak out. <laughs> what well, wing were you flying? I'm sorry? What well, wing were you flying, Sean? A uh, free ride. Okay. Did you throw a reserve? As well, no, no, it, it just uh reinflated, you know. I just let it fly, just like no, no, I mean during your SIV. Oh, during the SIV, uh, I just flew his wings, and yes, I threw a reserve. How about you, Jeremy? You throw a reserve? 
Uh, I did throw reserve, and I was uh, honestly more worried about the alligators in the lake more than anything there. <laughs> um, again, I live in Michigan, so the, the scene from Peter Pan where the alligators coming up to get <laughs> to get Captain Hook, that's that's what I was picturing the whole time. <laughs> that's why I picked March. <laughs> yeah, I was there, I think, in March, too. And um, like, one of the, I don't want those things maneuvering around me if possible. One and of the days we got there. there. They'll be that slower. Is, <laughs> that is so funny. I did not even think about the alligators in there. Now the drive, the 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 boat ride to the spot that we do the SIV, you saw a ton of gators. It's a ton of gators. Um, uh, they had a flat bottom boat. Uh, I, I assume that that's what you uh, rode was the flat bottom, the um, the airboat, and you good. saw all the gators along the way. I saw an alligator on our LZ. It was an alligator that died and lost two of its legs, washed up on shore next to where we're towing from. I'm going to see if I can find you a picture. <laughs> so that was in my mind the whole time. I was so worried. But they, were, they had like uh, kids swimming there the whole time too. Like kids were swimming in the water. I'm like, are you guys crazy? There's alligators here. <laughs> that is so funny. So funny. Um uh, any uh, questions in the super chat, Will? Yeah, uh, Craig B was asking. We kind of covered it, but the, he's asking. Says Jeremy, would you recommend an SIB, and what our pilot do you think would get out of it? I think, and he's saying, uh, I guess maybe at, at what point and how many hours would you suggest somebody get an SIB? So I want to preface this by saying I'm not an instructor. I've instructed nobody. So I don't know if I'm the most qualified person to give you good advice on this. Uh, my personal experience, I had about two or three years and about 100 or so hours. And I, well, I think I watched every single SIV video out there to inform myself on what it is. But from what I've heard from people who are qualified, so this is hearsay, but I think anyone can get value out of it. You can learn some things about your glider, learn some things about what to do. And the SAV course I went to, um, Andy was very excited, very energetic, but he definitely like understood that, you know, the students have limits. So you could tell him, hey, I don't want to do that. Uh, he always tells a story about one person that went there and just wanted to learn big ears. Ah, so. I was there when that happened. <laughs> I know exactly who it is too. That's so funny. Yes. And I would say, you know, you probably do it kind of, a lot cheaper you know learn bigger small kiting much cheaper than going to florida <laughs> but um i don't know that's my answer i think anyone can get value out of it but again take that with a grain of salt i'm not a qualified person to give advice on that in my right. opinion that that is so true yeah um he was there with me when i went there he just wanted to go there to learn big ears and he was a professional big ear uh pilot after that siv <laughs> for sure you got it down pat huh yeah, he did. That was awesome. Uh, then you got some people that want to do, um, you know, really crazy stuff. Me, I just wanted to know the basics. Like, you know, I was only six months in at the time. I wanted to see, you know, what, a, what a, you know, how to do a sat, how to do, you know, because that's what Tucker Gott does. And I was, I'm going to do a sat, which was fun, you know, um, spirals and, you know, all sorts of fun things and collapses. I really had a good time. And then I try to go every year to you know hone my skills so i recommend me myself recommend you finding an siv clinic that you like uh maybe close to you um, i always recommend uh, andrew fuller um but uh i think it's invaluable and i do one every year 
to keep my my skills honed. You know, if if you got a collapse or got something going on, you'll know how to recover that darn thing. And you just keep on building on it over and over and over again. So um, I think they're awesome. Did anybody say in the super chat that they have done SIVs and Not their takeaway? Unless I'm missing, unless I'm missing something, I didn't see anyone say they did it. Okay. Hey, do you guys want to see the alligator? Like yeah, yeah, see the alligator, buddy. Yeah, let's see the alligator. Says that he'll do. He wants to do an oh, SIV, but he doesn't want to do it in Florida. Who, Who wants to do an SIV? Paul Marzano. Oh, okay. He wants to do one, but not in Florida. I'm in the same boat. I understand. Can you guys oh, wow. see the alligator? Yeah, yeah, that looks like good eating, man. <laughs> that could have been a. That could have been some, some good alligator barbecue over there. Yeah, it's missing. It's missing two of its legs, but that's Andy's dog, Luke. It's like, Luke, what are you doing, man? You're crazy. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's I can say why you you had that on your mind after seeing that. Yeah, the, I think that was day two. With day three, day two. You wouldn't want to meet the guy that did that to him. <laughs> yeah, the gator that did that. Yeah. Or the animal, right? Well, that's what I meant. The gator that did it to him. You yeah. really want to meet that guy. That one. That's I understood you, Jim. I speak Canadian. <laughs> I I knew what it was all about. I, I speak Canadian too. I said I have maple syrup smelling money. I know it's all about. Um, so, so anyway, um, you're, you do a lot of uh, traveling, um, also too. So what are some of the cool places that you have flown, uh, while doing your paramotoring? Yeah. So I just got my PPG three through Epic Paramotor, uh, Nick and Noah down in Arizona. Uh, that was really cool. I did a couple of cross country flights down there, flew around some cacti and some mountains and all kinds of crazy stuff. So that was really pretty. It's different than Michigan. Um, I've flown all over the Midwest. I've flown Florida a bunch. I've flown uh, Oshkosh. That was cool. Flying over Oshkosh was neat. Um, and I flew Spain, um, Andalusia, Spain. Uh, that was uh, last year. It was through um, Parajet has this adventure program through a couple of the schools in uh, Great Britain. And they host a trip every year or a couple trips every year. So I got to fly around southern Spain and um, where they do like a lot of their paramotor or slalom competition training in Lake Bornos. That was really cool. And then uh, later this year, I'm hopefully going to fly the pyramids of Egypt and Luxor and all kinds of stuff over there. I'm excited oh, wow. to do that. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. I just hope the weather cooperates. Can't predict yeah. the weather, but I'm excited. That sounds really awesome. I would love to go to see the pyramids, go to Spain, travel the world, and and paramount. I think that's awesome. Anybody else on the panel um, go anyplace uh, other than the United States to fly? I'm not talking about you, Jim. I know that you fly in Canada, eh? No, but every time I see pictures of people flying over the pyramids, it sure, man, I, I want to do that. I'm yeah, jealous. It's, like, <laughs> it's quite expensive, so I'm going to be poor after this. <laughs> Yeah, you almost have to do a European African tour all at once to if you to make it worthwhile, I think. Yeah, didn't Leah and uh and then Jack Jack Burton didn't they fly did they fly was it last year or the year before? Or do they go every year? Because I've seen them frequent Egypt quite a bit, you know, the videos. 
So maybe you'll be uh, flying with them when you go to Egypt. That's pretty exciting because I know Leah flies there all flies there a lot. So yeah, there's a few people there I'm excited to meet that I know are going. Um, yeah. Oh, good. Jose, Jose in Florida. He runs the he's running the trip uh, through his uh, trip company. Um, I think it's Airwave. I think is the name of this tour company. He does a lot of stuff in Latin America, but he's also doing Egypt, and I think he's exploring South America or South Africa right now. Um, mm. So I'm excited to meet him and fly with him. And then uh, Rob Condella, I've talked to him a few times on social media, and he takes yeah. some of the coolest videos and pictures I've ever seen. So I'm excited to meet him oh, and fly man. with him too. You're gonna have. Oh, that's gonna be so cool for you. Good job, man. I'm proud of you. Oh my gosh. Yeah, you're so young yet. Do it. You know, if you can get a, get to those different countries. And, and yeah, when you reach my... our age, you have more stories to tell. We don't have many stories to tell as old folks. <laughs> yeah. I, I I can just talk about all my tandems that I've been taking. I took the last. Start I right can there. talk about your first tandem too. Yeah. I, I saw <laughs> you. <laughs> you were there for both of them. Yeah, I'm walking around. Yeah, and all I see her. Like, <laughs> yeah, that was my first, first. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, then I'll I'll be at Torch and make Eric Eric Lear all crazy again. You know, gotta go, gotta go. Let's go, let's go. Let's go. So anyway, so awesome. but it's about you, Jeremy, not about me tonight. So <laughs> I'm going to mute myself. Right well, don't don't mute yourself just yet because we are going to be oh. doing the spinny wheel in a minute and you always say hello to everybody in the super chat so Dude. if you want linda to say your name and say hello to you please say hi at will fly he'll put you on the spinny wheel you might win something and linda will say your name on air Ooh. i know yeah millions and millions of people will hear your name yes you. television that's right it's yeah. so exciting. I do. I love doing that. Absolutely. Love, so love make I'll, my chatters feel welcome. So. so we'll give you another five minutes to say hello to Will Fly before we do that. What's up, Linda? What? What was that? Okay. Okay. Oh, you're okay. Gotcha. All right. So now real quick, uh, you are um, uh, you work with the USPPA and you said there's some cool stuff going on in the USPPA in the future, you do 3D print some cool USBPA stuff, which you're going to be giving away, which is neat too. So tell us about the cool 3D print stuff that you're going to be giving away, uh, the job that you do at the USPPA, and the cool things in the USPPA that you're going to be doing in the future or the com or the, the whole um, organization. So that's a lot of questions. So I got five minutes. <laughs> no, nah, no, nah, you, you have the whole show. You're, you're the guest. You can stay here all night long. It's no big deal. Yes, yeah, so I guess I'll start with the 3D printer. That's probably the easiest question. Um, I got a 3D printer a few months ago. I've just been making all kinds of knickknacks and like useful things. Like I got GoPro mounts. I've been making, uh, there's like these little um, kind of stencil kits. You can make airplanes or helicopters. I've been making um, tools. So I made a little carburetor tuner um, for a paramotor. It's essentially like a big, um, plastic piece that you attach a tiny flathead bit to and it gives you a lot more fine tuning of your, your carburetor um, I don't recommend playing with your carburetor if it works but if it doesn't work it's a good thing to have <laughs> um, I've been making all kinds of stuff like decorations organizational things 
Um, I did car I did a three D printing in high school, so like the early two thousand tens. We had a three D printer in our robotics lab, so I got some experience doing that. But I've really only been printing like other people's designs that they've uploaded to the internet. I've tried my hand at making a couple. Um, you can tell this one's okay, but some of the details aren't great. So I'm gonna keep uh, keep trying. Um, for the USPPA, you know, I was elected treasurer um, beginning of last year. So I just finished my first year with the USPPA. Uh, I tell Noah and Nick and, and 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 the board and all of our members that really anything with the dollar sign is kind of my purview. Um, we have an entire training committee that is a lot more qualified than myself to discuss training, but um, a lot of the behind the scenes, um, I'm you know paying for different things that we do, um, keeping the organization um, legal and running and and um, funded. Um, we have a lot of money spent on the website. So we're going through a lot of like website improvements. We're working on a feature that I'm not sure if I'm allowed to tell anybody, so don't tell anybody, but we're working on a feature where students can review their instructors. So if you uh, were a student and you had an experience with an instructor and then uh, we're making it so it's, I think, I think this is final, I don't know, but I think we're making it so a rating has to be issued to link the student to an instructor to prevent malicious reviews and things like that. I don't know if that would happen or not, but basically a way to allow uh, students to review instructors. That's a, that's a cool thing we're doing. Um, we also do a magazine. We're doing, we're shooting for three a year. So I've got a handful here that I send out if there's anyone that missed their magazine. So these are exciting. We've got a couple more in the works. We've got an editor helping us and, and she, I think has like the next four or five magazines like planned out. I'm like, hey, slow down. This costs money. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> I, I've got to be a lot of the, the fiscal responsibility there. But um, last year, the USPPA had a booth at Oshkosh. So I was there along with a lot of other volunteers who were there longer than me. But that was really cool to talk to um, other aviation people and people that were interested in. Um, in my opinion, the most accessible and affordable type of aviation. Um, that was really cool to do. Um, we'll be at Oshkosh, or not Oshkosh, at Bad Apples in May. So I think we're going to have at least two of the board, and then a bunch of the instructors will be down there. But I think we'll have a, a formal booth if you are interested. Stop on by. I've got stickers. I've got stuff if you want stuff. Um, um. What else are we doing? <clears throat> Talk about the magazine a little bit, because I've been I've been uh, noticing uh, there's been a lot of change with the magazine. It's just beautiful, you know. Oh, I love the magazine. And those are okay. Just for you guys, if you're not a member of the USPPA, you got to go USPPA.org, become a member, and the magazine that you get is more like a book. It's very heavy paper. It's not that cheap stuff that will just rip and and uh, fade away over time. This these you can keep and give to your kids and grandkids, you know, because they are just really, really well uh, made. I really like them a lot. There, Jeremy's holding them up right now. Um, just amazing. I, I, I love. Um, I also love. Uh, what you put in them too. I mean, very good rating. You can sit there and, and read it. It's a, it's, it's, it's very awesome. Um, 
Love it, man. And you get these really nice cards, your USPPA card. Uh, now it's not just those really flimsy things that, you know, um, will, will rip, you know, but they are actually good, solid, solid cards. It has the, um, the, the QR code. So you can see, you know, you can actually scan your QR code and actually find the member, you know? So it's like, Hey, this is me. Use your, your phone. It's like, boop. Oh, I wow. Can, yeah. I come up and, uh, it's pretty cool. Um, I'm member 7532. Um, what numbers are you guys? I knew you were going to ask me that. Ah, I'm well, after you, Sean. <laughs> You've been around longer than me, I think. In that, <laughs> I had I got mine back in 2019, and um, I've been a member ever since. I think that it's an excellent organization to be part of for sure. That's cool. I'm number uh, 7105. What? That's awesome. Good for you, buddy. Well, you beat me. Very cool. 7105. That is cool. You know, what I like about the magazine the most is uh, looking at the pictures. The pictures are just wonderful and it gives me inspiration. Like, man, I want to go fly there, you know, figure out where it is and go, is that someplace that's, you know, possible that I can go fly? This is someone flying over an Air Force base. Like, how did they do that? I don't know. <laughs> but they they uh, got approval and they went That's through the cool. process. Wow, that would be way cool. I don't think I could get that to happen. <laughs> I think yeah, that was that Las Vegas air show. They were in. Oh, yeah. I'm 8070, Sean. Okay. Wow. I'd be like, I'd be like taking that magazine around trying to find the people and get autographs. Yeah, and if you are interested in reading the magazine today, it's available on uh, USPPA.org. We have electronic versions of every magazine we've done so far. We've done five. Oh, nice. Issue six, I believe, is at the print um, distribution center. Oh. So that should be hopefully out soon. I'll have um, to check that out since, you know, I don't get the magazines, but I can look at, look at them online. That's cool. Okay. That's yeah, I think. I think it's USPPA.org slash magazine. So actually, let me just screen share. Hold on. I, I, do, you, do, you have to be, do you have to be a member to read them, or is it open to the public to read them without a membership? You can read them without a membership. Okay. But if you want a printed version, you need a membership. And you need to go into your member profile and make sure you check the box that says, I want a magazine. I think it's on by default. Okay. Um, so not everybody can just join that. Then you have to obviously be a pilot <laughs> no no anybody can no join. you can read it yeah you oh, can, really? so, right? anybody oh, can yeah, join i could i could and get it and then you'd send me a magazine anybody yeah. can join the oh. usppa if they're not a pilot if they want to be a pilot if they're just curious about it join the usppa.org um no matter what it's just a great organization oh. and the the money okay. that they collect for your uh, membership does help the organization. So even if you're not a pilot, but you enjoy watching the pilots, you enjoy uh, paramotors, you enjoy this podcast. Uh, yeah, go to the USPPA.org and become a member. Absolutely. Cool. Okay. That's good to know. All right. Let's have to do that so then. You click the little magazine icons. It's kind of like reading through a magazine. It makes even a noise. I don't know if you guys can hear it too, but yeah, it's actually, like I heard it. flipping a page. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of neat. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So you can go through all these. Um, and if you're interested in submitting content for the magazine, um, there's a submit content button. You go through about magazine, submit content. Oh. 
Um, if you're if you're interested in advertising with us, we would love to have more advertisers. Uh, you can place an advert here. You'll be working directly with me um, on the uh, advertising process. Um, we we request that you have a high quality, high um, pixel resolution um, ad so we can put it in the magazine. Um, so our whole magazine is very high quality. And I, I've submitted a bunch of pictures and our editors like, hey, Jeremy, those aren't high quality enough. Like they don't, they're not gonna look good printed out. So <laughs> that's quite disappointing for me. But um, if you're interested in submitting pictures or any stories or anything, we're, we're always happy to. Um, oh, that's cool. So content. I could send in my pictures of me on my tandem. Yeah, right? the back of the magazine has like a photo gallery. Um, oh, cool. Like, quickly skip. That's good to know. Oh, okay. Zoom in. I'm He's not like, sure there's an easy way to get to the back. That's Can so you? cool. There you go. Oh, yeah. I see people sitting there getting their tandems. That's cool. I'll have to do that. Yeah, I was not prepared, but there's a photo gallery in here somewhere. <laughs> Yeah, here it is. So you can submit photos here. What is the resolution that you're looking for in case someone does want to submit a picture? It is on the website. So if you look um, in the content, I'm not a photographer, so I'm not uh, super educated on what these numbers mean. Um, but That's fine. I believe it's in here. Oh, okay. Start. I think it's in here somewhere. Hmm. I'll get there. Yeah, so okay. 300 okay. Uh, DPI. I don't know what that means, but that's what you need to have. Okay, so Jim uh, has a printing company. Uh, Jim, can you tell us about what does 300 DPI mean? Uh, it's dots per inch. So... Um... What what is that in like um, megapixels? I think that everybody understands what a megapixel is, right? You know, so if you have a, a picture and that's forty eight megapixels or ten megapixels, whatever, we kind of understand that. Do we? Do you have a conversion for that, Jim, or is that um, not available right now? Yeah, there is a conversion for it. However, it's it doesn't quite relate because uh, print graphic is done differently. Like for example, when we're doing the calendars, people will take five megapixel pictures and then they'll upload a 72 dpi image and it just looks like crap because the what happens is the computer programs and your phone and different things like that will automatically change the dpi so they change the actual dots per inch and 300 dpi is like trying to um to convert it I, let me let me look it up and see if i can figure out a way to explain it easy okay that's awesome thank you so much jim appreciate you buddy i just did a quick google search i don't know how accurate this is but it said 7.2 megapixels i don't know just wow. seven megapixels is 300 dpi i I'm, again i don't know i'm not uh too experienced in that world 
Anybody yeah. in the super chat that understands how to easily uh, explain what is 300 DPI, uh, please do so. That's pretty important. And if it's a really good um, uh, description of what it is, what I'll do is I'll copy it and I'll put it in the description here. Uh, that way, everybody that watches this video or listens to us in the future will actually have your comment if that's cool with you. All right. So very interesting. It is 742 right now, Central Standard Time. And Joey is trying to figure out how to write himself. You did it. Stay right there. You did it. You did it. Um, uh, good good job, Joey. Uh, so we are going to be uh, doing the spinny Will of uh, Winnie thing. So Will, if you would like to put the... Um, the spinning wheel on and Linda Anderson, our Paramom USA, will be able to say hello to everybody that's in the super chat that Will has. And that way, if you are not on the spinning wheel, spinning wheel, W-I-L-L, how cool is that? Uh, you can say, yo, I'm here. Will, put me on real quick because we got a bunch of stuff that we're going to be giving away. Jeremy is going to be giving away some cool 3D printed stuff. Um, Sean Smith is going to be giving away a hat. And uh, if people want, I also have a calendar here that we can give away on this show also. So we got a lot of things Ooh. that we get to give away. Awesome. Yes. I know Joey's <laughs> like, darn it, I'm here. I wish I was in the super chat so I could win something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, Travis DuPont, he is number 9282. 9282. Awesome. And he says 300 DPI is okay for small pictures. If you blow it up to poster, it's going to look bad. Huh, so yeah, see, the thing is, is you've got to have the DPI is a certain stage. So if you've got like a one inch or two inches by two inches, then and you have 300 DPI in that area, if you expand it to like six inches by six inches, your DPI reduces. So there, it, it, it is a direct, there is a direct correlation to, to megapixels, but it also depends on the shape. Like if you've got 1080p, you can have totally different, then you don't know what your DPI is. Well, you can figure out the DPI, <laughs> but it's a different, you know, like it's not per inch. It's, yeah, it's confusing. <laughs> All right, so Jeremy, you're you're gonna have to um, whoever does the um, the the magazine, or I'm sorry, or or the uh, the internet, the uh, uh, your website, um, kind of maybe help explain it since we have all these people here and we can't really understand what 300 DPI is. Um, maybe you oh, can. Oh, you've got it fully understood. If you give the biggest file you possibly can, you're fine. But what if my biggest file is two megabytes? Does that mean that, my, that does that mean my three hundred uh, DPI will be good enough for a picture? It will be plenty fine. Well, really? Oh, okay. Yeah. So, 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 so a phone picture would be fine regardless. Yes. As long as you don't shrink it, as long as this file size is not reduced. Oh, okay. Well. Yeah, one of my iPhone pictures is going to be in the next magazine. So, when in doubt, send us your picture. Um, send us a description of you know what the picture is of, who took the picture, who's in the picture, all that fun stuff. And uh, our editor will review it and include it in the magazine. That is so awesome. If you crop the picture, then you're you're setting yourself up for disaster. How about <laughs> if you take video and people like to take screenshots of their video for pictures? Is that good, bad, indifferent? What should we how does that uh, work? 
That's not as good because they have the, what is it, the the shake adjusting thing, automatic shake adjust. So it might not necessarily give you a nice, clear, crisp picture. Depending so actual on, pictures, oh, no screenshots of the video that you took. Yeah, definitely. You can no do screenshot. a screenshot of the video you took, but you just want to make sure that it's uh, it's not going to be very as good. clear. Mm -hmm. And you and you don't want to have to zoom in to get the subject that you want. Like you don't ah, want to crop it. Gotcha. So don't crop it on the vid on the video. So you can do the full size video screenshot but don't zoom in and take a picture of that gotcha right. all right we got it all right paramount hey. uh, right. our very own linda anderson you say hello to everybody in the super chat and if your name is not on there make sure you let us know quickly yes okay welcome everybody welcome chatters thank you so much for hanging with us tonight and monday night you know my favorite night of the week to have you all here with us so I'm going to go through the names here and we'll get the spinny, winny, winny wheel going. We got John Wayne Cowboy in the house. What's up, John? Kyle Neal, Chris Squally, Bill H, my buddy Bill. What's going on, Bill? We got Guardian Service Dogs, Ellen Houston. Hello, lovely. We got Vaughn Angelin. If, if I'm cleaning the names here, I apologize. Flying Flamingo Jade, my lovely. How are you, dear? I hope you're feeling better. The other Nick in the house, Jeremy. Jeremy, you're in there? I'm in the chat. <laughs> Surprise. Jeremy, Jeremy said, yeah, so Jeremy, he'll win his, his stickers. Oh, I love my sticker. <laughs> <laughs> you're so lucky. Okay, we got lovely Deweese Milstead in the house. Hi, Weez. We got Paul Marzano. We got Walter Priori from Australia. So we know that tomorrow is already here. Yes, there's going to be a tomorrow. We got Greg Laney. What's up, Greg Laney? Craig B in the house. Travis DuPont. His his is Travis DuPont Brig. Um, Tony Marzano, Mr. Vegas, Plainfield PPG, Razor Sharp BT, Joe Hadell, Don Furman, Angela Preslick, my lovely. We got Ryan R. Rides and CT Fly in the house tonight. So good luck, everybody. Do we see Kramer? Because I know that she's not, uh, she's not, well, she's not in the chat. Oh, she's... yeah, cause probably because she's still driving. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I mean, if, uh, if all in favor of putting Kramer, since we know her and she is in, you know, watching us, should we put I her? I know in? how that's gonna go, so I'm just gonna go ahead and add it. <laughs> we already know. Everybody's gonna say, "Yeah, Kramer, uh, we hooked you up, girl." Good luck, everybody. All right. So who's gonna yeah. win? Before I spin the wheel, pick a name. All right. Uh, we got to scroll up, but we got a lot of people here tonight. Oh, yeah. Wow, yes. Yeah. Um, Who am I going to say tonight? I'm going to say... say, uh, I, say I say Kyle, you know, only because Kyle's been doing so well over at school. He's been doing advanced uh, kiting and stuff. So um, we'll just say Kyle because he's on a roll. All right. All right I'm going to say um, Ellen. Okay. Uh, Jeremy? I'm going to say Jeremy. Ah, good for <laughs> you, buddy. Good for you. Jim? Uh, you're so funny. Uh, flying Flamingo. Okay. Kevin? Uh, I'm going to say my mom, too, Ellen. All right. I'm going to say oh, Razor Sharp. your mom. Okay. Yeah, okay. Razor, mom. Nice to meet you, mom. 
I'm going to say razor sharp BT. So I'm Okay. going to shuffle, 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 shuffle. And. Sean, did you already say? No, Oh. I'll say uh, John Furman. Hey, John. I'm, I'm sorry, Sean. You were down the list on my uh, screen. I had to, I didn't know you were. I'm sorry. You said John Furman? Yeah. Right. Cool. John's a cool cat. Joey, what do you think, buddy? Cool cat. I'd You. say uh, my buddy Vaughn Anglin. He's in the chat. All right. Nice. Okay. Cool. Good All luck, right. everybody. So You got every the, time shuffle, the cat shuffle, combo shuffles ready for the winner. and all that stuff, that's awesome. So Exciting. um, as this thing is spinning, um, go ahead and Jerry tells, uh, Jeremy, tell us a little bit about the USPPA and why we should be members as uh, Will spins the will. Yeah, so the, there's a lot of benefits for joining the USPPA. I think that the, the biggest one is um, just supporting the organization that supports you guys. You'd be surprised the amount of organizations, companies, businesses that contact us. Also, congratulations, John Wayne. John Um, Wayne, woot woot. <laughs> John Wayne, good job, John Wayne. I was rooting for you, Jade. <laughs> We're still gonna be doing more spins. Oh, sorry, John Furman. I meant to say John Wayne. I congratulated the wrong John. We need to get <laughs> Oh boy, one. Yay. Congratulations. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. All right. Yep. Uh, go ahead So, and continue. Go, yeah, go ahead and continue. Tell us about the USPPA. uh, yeah, so we, we liaison with a lot of different uh, government entities, other organizations, uh, businesses. You'd be surprised what we get in our inbox. Um, so we ultimately are the one of the biggest, um, I guess, external facing organizations for paramotoring. Um, as far as our training program and our, our rating process, I think that I think Jeff Godin told me that the USPPA was founded to um, essentially have higher quality instructors at all kind of teaching the same syllabus uh, to the same degree um, to create higher quality students that are having less accidents and keeping people safe. So I find a lot of value in that. Um, I trained with two USPPA certified instructors. I think that there's a lot of uh, very high quality instructors out there. Um, a lot of them are USPPA certified, some are not, um, but I think it's a good sign for prospective students to, to use that as one of their filters to find a school. Um, we have a magazine, if you're interested in a magazine, um, I think they're awesome. We get a lot of positive feedback about the magazine. Um, if you're interested in competing in competitions, Um, there, we have a, a relation with uh, the uh, NAA, um, and they allow USPPA members to compete in international competitions. So Johnson Q and Leah Catullo just spent a week in Qatar competing in the sixth FAI World Championship Paramotor Slalom competition, um, and it was it's all on YouTube. So if you search. World Championship Paramotor Slalom Competition Qatar. Uh, you'll find it. There's a lot of live streams. There's hours of footage. There were, I want to say, like 30 or 40 participants from all all over the world. Um, in, the USP, in the United States, you know, we only had two compete. So I'd love to see some more uh, people um, competing internationally. If you're interested, uh, I'd suggest you reach out to the people who are doing it already, or you can email me. Uh, it's jeremy at usppa.org. Um, we also have an incident database if you're interested in um, contributing to the safety of the sport, allowing others to learn from your mistakes. Um, 
there's a wealth of information. I think dating back to like 2004 on the website, you can go through a couple hundred um, just documented incidents um, on there. And I've submitted a couple for myself. I've had friends submit a couple. Uh, if you're interested in uh, volunteering for the USPPA, uh, we are looking for an um, essentially incident database coordinator to help um, connect people who've had accidents with the database uh, to increase safety within the sport. Uh, I can keep going. So we also have the um, event calendar. Um, I've, I've been doing a little bit more of the social media stuff um, for the USPPA over the last year. I'm trying to ramp it up a little bit this year. So we have an uh, event calendar uh, for flying. So if you have a flying and you want to include it on the event calendar, uh, you can um, go on the website and do that yourself. Or we have an event calendar coordinator, Eric Lear. He's much appreciated. Um, he'll be happy to uh, assist you with that. Um, Mm-hmm. You go to Torchport, the Torchport uh, page, and you scroll down. See, I'm yeah. representing Torchport now. See, I sent Eric a new picture for Torchport. We love so. Torchport. I know. Torchport. Yep. slash event dash calendar. Hey, what's that first so one there? What was that that's first That's fly, fly it for Gage. Hey. So that's uh, Never Trust a Skinny Chef Shane's um, flying he has. It's for a charitable cause. Am I allowed to plug things on your shows, John? Absolutely. Scroll down. Let's see what the, let's see what the next let's see what the next two look like. Yeah, just um, go through them. So I can continue. So there's a couple. Um, this guy. I, I'm a little conflicted here. So um, there's a Michigander who bought an airport in Southern Illinois who's having a handful of fly-ins this year. So um, he's having one for the Eclipse. Um, Sean, I, I can't really read this very well. Can you explain this one right here? So this is our very first uh, annual um, uh, fly-in. It's uh, run into the sky. Um, actually, that uh, that picture, the the eclipse part, that's actually the last uh, eclipse that came through a couple of years ago. Um, on that little thing, actually, Will, I I probably need you to make something a little bit better than that. I just snapped that together on my phone to to put it up there. Um, we uh, we're not charging for this, but we have a lot of things that we need at the school. You know, everything from paper towels to you know uh, toilet paper, you know, cleaning stuff. So if you don't, you know, I mean, we're not charging per pilot, but if you can, uh, you know, bring something and donate something to the school, anything that you can think of, that definitely helps a lot. We probably have enough room for a good uh 50 maybe even a hundred pilots if you want to bring camping uh gear you can uh your rvs tents um we even might even open up the school and have some uh some blow up uh places that you can just kick back and relax and uh, maybe sleep there we got a bathroom but we don't have a shower yet so we do need to uh, finish up the shower so you guys have showers over there no dumping station but we do have water and um, electricity at the school but nothing run out yet but we will do that in the future this is from april 5th until the uh eclipse april 8th and um i, I can't wait to to be able to run into the sky and actually you know uh, fly during um an eclipse how, how amazing would that be 
More information will be on our website. If you scroll down a little bit, Jeremy, you'll see down there the uh, runtothesky.org slash pages slash flyin. Uh, we'll get, get that update a little bit more as we get closer to the flyin. Awesome. And if you submit your event to the calendar far enough in advance, you'll make it into the magazine. Woo, did, I, did we make it in? Uh, this was the one last year. So let me see if we're in issue five. Let's see. Uh, this event calendar is 2023, so it's last year. So the next magazine should have 2024, so that's in it. Excellent. Cool. That's so cool. Uh, hopefully every year we're going to be doing uh, a fly-in also at the uh, nonprofit flight school. So if you don't know about uh, Run to the Sky, um, it's also uh, uh, Paramount, Arkansas is part of Run to the Sky. This podcast is, is part of Run to the Sky. It's all nonprofit. It's uh, to help disabled veterans. So all of our proceeds go to helping disabled veterans learn to fly. And we also got fabricators uh, to help uh, people if they do have, um, uh, unfortunately have uh appendages missing we'll be able to still help them run into the sky they might even have to roll into the sky we don't know yet but uh we we definitely want to help everybody that's out there we still uh take everybody but we give uh veterans and heroes a massive dif discount um so if you want to learn to run to the sky definitely give us a call contact us uh 501-747-3558 uh, go to run to the sky.org and check it out and uh, hopefully we'll see you um, very soon uh, during the clips. I'm going to be there for sure. Be, be there or be square. Yeah. I just hope it's not cloudy. I hope oh, it's not. Don't <laughs> oh, I said it. <laughs> Unfortunately, he said it. Everyone was thinking it, but yes, absolutely. That's right. So, Jeremy, I've got a, a question about the USPPA uh, a while back, and I haven't heard anything about it in a while. Uh, you guys were representing us to do with the deal with Amazon and their drones. I haven't heard anything about that in a while. Where is that? Or does do you know? Or My understanding is it's stuck in FAA limbo. Um, I think that they um, are spending a lot of time reviewing it. In my opinion, I think it's silly to give unmanned aircraft just blanket control to go wherever they want and force everyone else to yield to them. I think when there's human lives in the mix that the FAA is going to rule in our favor. Um, but I don't have any, I guess, um, news on that. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Was there any questions in the super chat or on the panel before we continue spinning for the other uh, fun items that are out there? If anybody yeah, I had another to... question for Jeremy. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to ask him um, what other fly-ins I know you said you were going to go to uh, bad apples fly-in, but what other fly-ins will you be going to Jeremy? Great question. So I, I try to go to all the Michigan fly-ins. Um, there's a handful, there's a couple in Northern Michigan, a couple in Southern Michigan. So I try to go to those. I think most of them are on the USPPA calendar. Um, there's also a Michigan powered paragliding, powered paragliding pilots Facebook group that usually has them. So if you're there, come find me. I'll have stickers for you. I like to fly with, I like to meet new people. Um, I'm also shooting for the bad apples flying. 
And the other Eclipse Lion I'm attempting to go to. Um, but I think that's it for this year. I don't know if I'm going to make any other ones. I'm, I'm busy. I juggle a 40-hour-a-week job generating value for the shareholders. So that's, that's a lot of time for me um, to, I guess, to take off work for events. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's also life that goes on too, right? I mean, so, <laughs> flying is just one part of it. Flying is awesome, but yeah, there's a lot of life, you know, I only have so many vacation days. I wish I had more. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. All right. So, so we'll um, back up. yeah, John Wayne won the first one. So John Wayne, uh, you have the, uh, you can either get the hat from Sean Smith, you can get uh, Jeremy's uh, 3D printed fun stuff, or a PPG calendar from me um, that was printed by our very own whom? Jim from Canada A at carepp.com. All right, ready to spin it when you are, my friend. Good luck, everybody. I'm going to pull for uh, John Furman this time. Since I falsely accused him of winning last time. <laughs> uh, I if say anybody, anybody doesn't live in the lower 48 states, we reserve the uh, right to send you something through Amazon, um, through whatever country you live in. I'm hoping Deweez. Deweez is my vote. Easy. Round and round and round she goes. Where she stops, we'll know. And I love look. my girls, my flying girls. I love them. Yeah, and don't forget, them. Flying from Angle J does a uh, podcast every Wednesday. You can find her at paramotorgirl.com. Um, yeah. Every Tuesday, if, if everything's still going right, uh, tell us about that, Will. I'm sorry, on Tuesday. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm like, it's going to be, uh, I'm trying to figure out who it's going to be. It's so, uh, I think it's going to be Paul. Um, yeah, so Tuesday night, 8 o'clock, uh, you can go to ppgshane.com. Congratulations, Paul Marzano. You are a boop, boop. Um, we Congratulations. We just we get together, uh, a bunch of paramotor guys, and we talk paramotors, but we're liable to talk about anything. So come hang out with us tomorrow night, 8 p.m., ppgshane.com. Oh, look who's, look who's next on the list, though. John Furman. <laughs> oh, man. It was right there, man. It was yeah. right there. Doesn't make him feel any better, I'm sure. No, nah, it's like, it's rigged. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to spin again one more time. Um, obviously, okay. Paul, um, uh, whatever John does not take, you have access to. Um, you're the second one that gets to uh, pick. And then this next person, whoever wins this, will be able to, um, well, they don't have to pick. They just get uh, whatever is left. Um, John Wayne, did you say what you wanted, bud, in the super chat? Did you guys see him, what he wanted? He has the calendar, he says. Okay, so, so John, get up with me. Just text me and uh, send me your, your email. Uh, I mean, your mailing address, your email. Yeah, I'm going to email you the calendar. Send me your <laughs> mailing address and I'll uh, send it to you. Um, you know my phone number, 501-747-3558. Uh, Paul, let us know what you want. You have uh, cool 3D printed USPPA things and flying things from Jeremy. And you also have a really cool uh, hat from Sean Smith. So uh, let us know what you want. Hey. Also, too, while we spin this, um, Linda, let us know what's going on on Thursday nights. 
Ooh, yes. Robert's back from Fine Circus. And so Thursday night, paraglidingtalk.com with my awesomest son, Robert Michaels. And uh, he's he's going to be back on Thursday night. And he actually, he's already has it in the link. So you guys, I'll send it to you and everything. But um, we're going to be talking flying circus stuff. He's going to show some videos and all the stuff that went on there, flying circus and pretty excited about it. And he really had a good time, met a lot of people. And of course, you know, some of the people he met, my name just happened to come up, you know, in the conversation. Oh yeah, Paramount. So I'm like Robert. <laughs> I'm the other celebrity. I was watching Kevin Houston's. I was watching Kevin um, as it was getting really close to his mom, and uh, his face was blowing on the wheel. Other Nick popped up. Congratulations! <laughs> that is awesome. Hey, that's was my the other Nick from Florida. So, and he's moving to North Carolina, is what I heard. So, uh, really, come on up. There's room for one more. So, congratulations, the other Nick. Awesome. Congratulations. Awesome. Yeah. So, y'all check out Thursday nights paraglidingchalk.com. And then, of course, we know on Friday nights, it's scuba vapes. vapes yeah, where is scuba? Why, why is he not here? I'm really surprised. He played right. hooky tonight. Is he is he doing something? Is he just yeah. playing hooky? Taking care. Yeah, I guess, you know, he had um, obligations, you know, sometimes the wifey. Hey, we need to get this done. So, mm. you know, that kind of thing. Gotcha. It's all good. Good deal. All right, Scuba Steve, or yeah, Scuba Steve, you're watching us. Um, I hope everything's good, and I uh, hope that you are here next Monday. All right, it is after 7 o'clock, so I forgot to ask you, Jeremy, how long do we have you for? As long as you want. No, don't I'm say that. You know better. You know better than that. It'll be four or five hours. It will just keep on talking about paramotors, but hey, maybe I you stay up later too. than you. I know. I'm an old grandpa, man, so my, my bedtime's <laughs> rolling up pretty quick. Uh, Will, um, do you need to leave anytime soon? Or I do. Yeah, okay. I do. But I wanted to hang out for the wheel. And uh, hey, it's been fun, guys. And Jeremy, always a pleasure. We'll see you at Bad Apples, I'm sure. <laughs> and one other, one other thing, if you live in the southeast part of the United States, check us out on Facebook, the Southeast Paramotor Group. And uh, love to have you. Come see what we have. Excellent. So, have a and great night. If you're going to be leaving, uh, you might want to take a quick uh, uh, thumbnail before Linda oh, yeah. totally um, freaks oh, out. Oh, goes, oh gosh. What I spaced it tonight. I've been so excited about the spinny wheel and all that. So. Yeah. <laughs> all right. You ready? Ready, ready. One, two, three. We got it. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> See, I don't have to do anything. I just keep my hand right there. There you go. Sit. Perfect. Sit back in the chair. There it is. <laughs> That's my signature. Y'all have a great night. You out of here, Will? All right. Later, buddy. Thank you so much for everything you do, man. Thanks, Will. Uh, before I take off, I would like to just uh, thank you, Jeremy, for coming on the show. It was awesome. Learn more. And uh, if somebody, if you know of anybody who wants to do uh, an SIV on March 29th through 31st, let us know. There's, we need one more. Well, we don't need one more, but we'd love to have one more in our group. And we've got one more spot available. So thanks, guys. You have Bye. a good evening.
Thanks, Jim. All right, buddy. Thank you, Jim. Hey, we Jim. appreciate it, buddy. All right. So we will continue to do this. If everybody still wants to listen to, you know, things about paramotors, I mean, you know, that's our motto. Warning may talk about paramotors, right? So that's us. We love talking about paramotors. Um, was there anything else about the USPPA that you wanted to tell us, uh, Jeremy? Is anything that's coming up that we weren't able to talk about? Yeah, I forgot to mention the tandem exemption. I think that's a huge perk of the USPPA. Okay. Um, there's a couple organizations that have a tandem exemption, but ours was recently renewed by the FAA. So uh, we've got it for a couple more years and we can you know, attempt to renew it again and again. But it's a great tool for instruction. I think that um, everyone that is an instructor should be doing tandems. I am doing tandem training next month. I'm hoping to um, pass and get my exemption. And um, I have a couple of friends who I want to instruct, but I don't know if I want to make a business out of it. I think it's just uh, my friends um, who want to get into flying, but don't necessarily have the bug yet. So I'm hoping to take them up into the sky, show them some instructional things and give them the, the bug. But that's an awesome perk that we have uh, to be able to legally do tandems um, just be smart about it. Don't ruin it for everybody else. And, you know, there's eyes on your social media posts uh, from the FAA. <laughs> so people, people see what you guys do <laughs> post on the internet. Um, so I got a question. There's a lot it. of people, a lot of people that are like, oh, I want to fly, you know, paramotors and I want to take, you know, my, my kids up and my wife up and my dog up. Um, what is the legalities of just taking people up, um, you know, you know, just your friends and family? Um, uh, what are the legalities of the tandem exemption? What is the purpose of the tandem exemption? So as far as taking your dog up, that's probably not like a nice thing to do because it's really loud. And I don't know if the earmuffs fit well enough to like protect their ears. Uh, <laughs> uh, jokes aside, um, it has to be for instructional purposes only. And you have to go through one of the I believe two organizations that have programs um, for that. So if you take up your kids, you have to do some sort of instructional activities in the sky. I don't necessarily okay. know if I have a good understanding of like, if there's anything concrete or specific about what that means. So it, it's kind of an aid for instruction in my opinion. So um, if you're taking up your kids, you know, teach them something about the sky. They don't necessarily need to become paramotor pilots. Uh, in the future if they do great i'm sure you want your kids to be paramotor pilots if you are um, but it's just got to be instructional and there's a couple um if you if you read the exemptions there's one on the usppa website and there's one on the uh aerosports connection website um, the faa has the, the official document that they've given to these organizations so you, you can read what specifically like um you need to have what specifically you need to tell your passenger so you need to tell your passenger that um, operating a tandem is only allowed or only, you know, it's through an exemption for the FAA and that the aircraft you're on is not certified through the FAA and that you're not a certified pilot through the FAA. I'm not sure um, if there's more than that in there, um, but there's, there's a lot of uh, specifics you need to do to make it legal. Um, but I think it's a treasure that we have that we should try to preserve as a group of hobbyists that fly around in these contraptions. I'm hoping to get mine. So please let, let it stick around for a while. <laughs> and I don't, I've never, I haven't heard of anything. Um, this, I guess there was the one um, fatality that happened in Oregon recently um, that pilot was 
tandem certified. Um, so there, there was uh, an investigation that was done about that. And then I don't really have anything to share um, about that specific incident other than it was a tandem accident that got some eyes on uh, the exemption in the sport as a whole. So, so are you trying to get your uh, wheeled tandem? I'm actually trying to do a foot launch tandem. And based cool. on everyone I talk to, it's not the way to do tandems. Everyone says, hey, wheel launch is much easier for the passenger, for you. Um, but if I'm only doing it for my able-bodied, you know, mid-20s or late-20-year-old friends who who uh, can take, you know, fall to their knees or who can run, um, then I don't think yeah. there's an issue there. Everyone I've talked to says it's like a three-legged potato sack race on launch. <laughs> so the person on the back has to run really wide and the person in the front runs really, like, you know, narrow with their legs and um, – I, again, I, I've never done a foot launch tandem. I've only done wheel launch tandems, but as a passenger. But I'm hoping to do foot launch tandems as a pilot. I'm doing formal training, jumping through all the hoops to get the exemption. And I'm excited. Does anyone have any um, advice on tandem gliders? Which ones you guys like? I have a um, spreadsheet that I have <laughs> been meticulously going through to figure out what I, what I like and what I don't like about each glider. But it's kind of like a dance, you know, until you fly the glider, you don't necessarily know how it feels in the sky, but there's a couple of things I think I can knock out or cross off based on some personal preferences I have. So if anyone has well, I any, started, I started sorry, out I with a gen, tandem. Yeah, I started out with a, I started out with a gen fuse 41. I think it's a fuse. Yeah. Gen fuse 41 meter. And in hindsight, I wish I had gotten a smaller one like a 37 or, you know, a, a smaller glider. In the end, it seems like it's a little too big. It's only advice I have. Yeah, thank you. I, I have noticed there's a lot of uh, tandem gliders that are specific to big tandem trikes. So myself, yeah. a similar weighted passenger plus a motor plus the glider plus all of our gear. Um, on those very large tandem wings that were designed for a trike we're not even at the bottom end of the weight range so we're not even right. you know in there so i can cross those gliders out almost immediately based on just the weight range of the glider we got um the uh, ozone triox it's a 34 meter and i think the weight range in pounds is like 590 to 960 or something like that so it's a it's a huge weight range, and our tandem machine is uh, is a beast. It's at two hundred and fifty pounds uh, dry. So um, uh, you know, you throw in a two hundred fifty pound guy and a passenger, you're you're kind of getting up there, right there, right there, right there. Um, anybody else with tandem wings or anything like that for for Jeremy? No. All right. I guess we can move on and keep on rolling. So. Um, it's, uh, 816. Uh, we are rock and rolling. How many thumbs up do we have? How many people are watching? I, I haven't, uh, looked and, and checked yet. Looks like we got 102 views and right now currently have 26 people watching. Is that correct? It kind of drops down after the, uh, the spinny wheel. Um, very cool. Very cool. I don't Thanks see everybody. The, the likes 20, 22, it's just hit to 23 likes. So nice. if you're able to give us those likes, those thumbs up, it really definitely helps our <laughs> metrics. We definitely appreciate you guys for sure. 
um, those thumbs up yeah. definitely help us out. Like I said, too, this is uh, a nonprofit um, podcast through Run Into the Sky. It's been uh, donated to Run Into the Sky, which is the nonprofit. And uh, everything that we're going to be doing in the future is, uh, you know, it's just any revenue that we that we get, proceeds, all that stuff goes to helping disabled veterans being able to run into the sky. All right. Um, now, cool. as far as uh, projects that the USPP is working on, obviously, since you got the inside uh, look, uh, any inside uh, uh, look at some projects that you're doing that are going to be coming to fruition in a little bit or later on this year or anything that um, we might hear about, but wonder, hey, is this true? What's going on in the, in the background of the USPPA? So I, I uh, try to keep that stuff under wraps until we're ready to share it, Sean. So sorry. <laughs> I don't necessarily know if I have anything that I haven't saw already. Um, I'm just one of the four board members. So I try to get everyone on the same page before I tell people stuff. So um, I don't necessarily know if I have anything as far as projects besides just, you know, new magazines, mm. uh, more, more events, more social media presence. We need you guys to compete in some international competitions because I want to watch you on YouTube and um, you know, being at more events this year. Um, what I could talk about, I have, I have a handful of uh, interesting stories related to flying around that I think might be unique for the group. You might find interesting. If not, sorry for wasting your time. We, we always you love, like <laughs> we love paramotor stories, but that's what we love to do. And right before we get to the paramotor stories, did uh, Paul and the other Nick let us know in the super chat what they wanted so um, we can get them to the right people to uh, receive their prizes? Did they say anything? Do we know? Anybody? I'm looking. I, I didn't say anything. <clears throat> So Paul um, and the other Nick, um, you won on the spinny wheel. Um, let us know in the super chat um, what you uh, what you want, and that way we can get you to the right people, so we can get you your your winnings. Um, if you already did it, we didn't see it, so pop it up real quick um, at uh, Kevin Houston or Jeremy uh, to let us know. You know, um, uh, Paul and the other Nick, what you want. All right. So Jeremy stories what we got oh boy so i'm trying to find a picture uh there's two in here but basically um i do a lot of paramotoring and i have a couple lz's that are basically at the canadian border so last monday a week ago i was paragliding around the detroit river and i land and you know, I'm with a friend and he and I are talking about how cold we are and how we wish we had more gloves and all this stuff. And then the United States Customs and Border Patrol roll up on us. <laughs> they're like, are you guys U.S. citizens? <laughs> so let me, let oh, me wow. Yeah, I could see that happening. Oh, my goodness. Take a look at this. So this, this is me talking to the Customs and Border Patrol. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was kind of funny but they were they were really nice guys they, they just you know wanted to make sure that uh, we weren't invading from canada as, <laughs> as, they, uh, as they said um they just weren't really uh, sure of what we were doing in the sky and uh you know wanted to make sure that we're not um, doing anything illegal sure but they were great guys great sports and they're like this sounds awesome how do i learn more so i told them about the usppa about youtube i gave them some uh 
cards for some local instructors. And then they gave me a card and said, well, if you ever see anything interesting up there about from coming from Canada, let us know. So he gave ah. me like a, a phone <laughs> number to call. <laughs> wow. It, it well, there you like, go. <laughs> John, John Wayne says that Jeremy, the border jumper. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah. whenever I fly, so whenever I fly around the Detroit River, they have these giant uh poles with cameras on top so they can see you right and, and they have a couple stations um along the border and um i always have a gopro running i always have gaggle running so if i have any issues i say hey i took off from the united states i landed in the united states my airspace my i was in the united states for the whole flight so i, I have proof of that but um, in my experience with uh law enforcement and the police and everybody they've all been nothing but nice in the sky um when we, when we fly around Oh but, man, man that was yeah, I never crazy. thought of that. Yeah, I never thought of that flying. They think you were flying to Canada. Oh my gosh, yeah. I yeah. I could, you know. I, yeah, it's very. It's just a. It's it's. There's no like physical border between Michigan and Ontario. There's a river, and that's really it. So um, a lot of people, um, you know, are on the boat around Canada. A lot of Canadians yeah. are on the boat around the United States. They've they've got a lot of. Uh, potential crossings that could happen uh most of it's just fine but yeah. there's some nefarious stuff that goes on and he said if i see anyone crossing illegally call this phone number <laughs> so that's wow. that's quite interesting that that's um, crazy because i used to yeah back in the day i was like you know 19 20 years old or whatever i jump in my car and i drive you know through the tunnel to windsor on the weekends and party with my friends and go to hockey games and all that Two two o'clock in the morning, I'd be driving back home like nothing, you know. My mom would be like, "Where were you last night?" Oh, drove to Canada for a little while. Yeah, I Hang loved out with it. The yeah, I loved it when you could just drive up to Canada, drive back. Nobody said anything. Now it's passport. It's like, man, these borders are getting. I know. Getting yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Stop at that. What is it? The export store or whatever is that? Duty free. Duty free yeah, store yeah. still there? Yep. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I remember that too, bringing all kinds of goodies back, <laughs> back in the day. Like, oh, they got my favorite drink. Yeah, okay, that's fine. Stock it up. <laughs> hey, let so, me tell you another story I got. Okay, before okay. the story, before the story, real quick, uh, Kevin found uh, the other Nick. He wants your 3D stuff. Um, just let him know, okay. what, how does he get up with you to be able to... Uh, to, so you can send them that cool 3D printed stuff. Yeah, send me an email. It's jeremy at usppa.org. Send me your address. Um, if you have anything like interesting you want 3D printed, you know, take a look on the internet and maybe I can make it for you too. But I've got a couple stickers, a couple magnets, a bunch of miscellaneous stuff. Um, if you're not a USPPA member, I can send you a couple magazines. Just put that in the email and I'll send you um, that. Wow, that is really impressive. Thank you, Jeremy. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah we, so, so that leaves Paul um, with uh, the hat from Sean. Uh, so, how does Paul get up with you, Sean? Um, uh, I guess the email gopapa at gmail. Um, G O P A P P A at gmail. Go papa. Go papa. 
All right, gopapa at gmail.com. I hope people just don't send you a bunch of stuff because they heard, you know, uh, email addresses on this podcast. Oh, my goodness. That'd be awful. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, you know, everybody knows mine too, ppggrandpa at gmail.com. So, you know, it's always nice to have a Gmail address. All right, it's time for Jeremy's story. Unless uh, somebody on the panel has something to say before he tells another cool uh, paramotor story. It's all yours, Jeremy. Yeah, again, I can keep going until you tell me to stop. So if you guys want to go to bed or anything, just let me know. Um, so uh, I've got a, another one about a, a Coast Guard helicopter um, getting in my way, I guess. So um, in Michigan, again, we have the coast, right? It's not really a coast, but um, we have um, Coast Guard helicopters. And one of my buddies I fly paramotors with is one of the search and rescue pilots for the Coast Guard. Um, and, we, and we fly out of... Uh, one of our LZs is out of uh, a relatively busy airport, um, municipal airport, class class G. But um, I'm I'm flying around. I go on this hour hour twenty cross country flight. The sun's setting, and uh, my buddy's already landed and went home. So it's just me in the sky still, and I'm just putzing around the farms. And I'm coming back to land, and in the distance, the Coast Guard helicopter is doing taxi practice at my airport <laughs> up upwind of my LZ. So all of his downdraft is getting pushed by the wind to where I'm trying to land. And oh, I'm no. I'm addicted to social media on my phone. So I'm always seeing those like crazy crash videos. And um, it's crazy what a helicopter's, you know, just prop wash can do like even 10 minutes after it's gone. You know, it can take you out of the sky. So it's, it's, it's no joke, especially the, the larger Coast Guard one. So I'm flying around this field for 20 minutes and the Coast Guard's just doing taxi practice <laughs> over this airport <laughs> for like 20 minutes and like the sun's setting. So I flip the strobe on and I'm like, okay, like I'm almost out of gas. Can you get out of here? And I'm texting my buddy that flies for the Coast Guard. I'm like, hey, can you tell this guy to like go away? <laughs> you know, you have a whole like, air force base you can fly from what are you doing here <laughs> um, but he's allowed to be there right and as an ultralight i have to yield to other air traffic so i get it but uh, i ended up just landing out in a farm field and then uh, someone called the police on me and said hey this guy <laughs> just landed like i don't know what this is is he okay they're just trying to be like safe and do you know make sure i'm okay so i have to explain to the police like you know i'm okay <laughs> nothing's wrong <laughs> I did you run? Did you feet. run out of gas? Did you run out of gas, or you just no, landed I, on I, purpose? I I intentionally put it down. So there's I, my GoPro turned off because I was flying for so long. You know, the out of batteries, the battery sucks. But there's like a service road between these two um, fields of I think they're corn or soybeans at the time. But I just right down the middle landed just fine, like a butterfly. I was quite impressed with it. But uh, um, I had to walk like a good half mile back to my car, and like the police were talking to me, and like. I'm good. <laughs> Nothing's wrong. I did this on purpose. Helicopter prop wash is not something to mess with. So that was that was quite crazy. And uh, I told my buddy who flies the helicopters, he's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to tell that guy. He's going to laugh so hard. <laughs> so I didn't hear anything uh, about it afterwards. But uh, I guess moral of the story is I think I made the safe decision. It just inconvenienced me. I had to walk back to my car and drive back to pick up my gear and I'm um, a good Samaritan um, got the police involved, which I thought was an okay thing to do. But uh, moral of the story, don't mess with helicopter prop wash, make good decisions, land out if you need to. 
no shame in that. It's a good story. So you don't know how much longer he was in the sky after you landed, did you? Did he? He was gone after the after I got back to my car. He was gone. So oh. again, I, I probably could have waited and then landed, but it was getting dark, and I, you know, I was just kind of sick of it because I was doing circles in the field, <laughs> you know, a little bit away from the airport, watching him. He would stay at the. He would go to like the the start of the runway and just hover there, and then he would go straight and do the pattern and come back and hold a straight. <laughs> and, and again, it's 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 upwind of where I'm trying to land. Oh, so all that dude. nasty air is where my where my spot is. So uh, I don't want to land in crazy turbulent prop wash <laughs> and potentially like hurt myself. So yeah, don't hurt because um, because then you'd have to report to the USPPA. <laughs> I'd be in the incident database. Yeah, I, yeah. I think that's a great tool. If you have time, poke around in there. You learn, you learn something. Keeps you safe. Keeps you humble. Um, I got one more for you guys that I'm willing to share. Um, that's about my, my first time trying a new glider. Um, some people might've heard this story before this happened. I was a very new pilot. I had a lot of time in the sky, but only under a mojo. And if you've flown the first mojo power, uh, you know, it needs a lot of A's to launch, to get it above your head. And it was no wind. I'm in central Florida. It's a morning and the grass is all wet. And I was looking at trying out a Luna 2, which knowing now, you know, I think the Mojo and the Luna 2, that's kind of a bigger step. Maybe I should have done like a spider in between, but that's fine. So I'm demoing a Luna 2 and I blow a launch. I blew a launch. I blew a launch, you know, three or four in a row. And it's because I'm just going crazy with the A's of getting frontals on the inflations every single time. And um, one of the more experienced guys that you guys probably all know, but he said, hey, you silly goose, like less A's, hold it up higher and just kind of let the glider come up with you. So I get the glider above my head. I have a moment. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I can go. It's good. I'm happy to fly. And my flight path was this way. And the way the glider came up, I'm going this way. So I'm just kind of more focused on going straight in my glider. I didn't realize that there's a car in front of me. Oh, so no. I get off the ground and pull hard right brake. And if you, know, if you know how pendulums work, I pulled right brake. So I kind of went towards the car. And my prop hit the car, hit the window twice, and it took off the mirror. So <laughs> Wow. And then I'm, I'm full throttle and I get off the ground and I'm in the sky. And, you know, my, my first thought was like, okay, is my, you know, get altitude and then figure it out. That's kind of what I've learned. Again, I, I was new beginner mistake. You live, you learn, like you should kite a glider a lot before you take it up for a flight. Um, I get up there. It's a helix prop. If you know, helix props are pretty durable opposed to other brands that I've flown. Um, the glider or the, 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 it was an Adam 80, so the prop doesn't have any weird um, vibrations or noise. I look back, I got it at idle, it's clutched, so it's spinning slowly, and it looks like the prop's all there, you know? I'm like, well, everyone else, so this whole time I'm trying to uh, blow, in, blow in four launches in a row, I've got a gaggle of eight people waiting for me to go on a cross country. So I'm that guy, I got all this pressure. So I get off the ground, I'm like, okay, I'm going on this cross country flight. My, glide, my, my prop's fine. I thought it was just the hoop. I look down at my car, I see the mirror's gone. 
So it was my car, by the way. That I oh, okay, so okay, okay. I don't okay. know who parked this you, car you didn't, there. you didn't mention that one. We're like, oh, okay, so you're just going to go on a cross country after chopping up a car. Okay, good for you, buddy. And it was okay, funny. Car. Okay. It was funny because okay. uh, Todd uh, Falstead and Bob Harris were on the ground looking at the damage of the car. So I quickly, I text Bob, I'm like, hey, just so you know, that's my car. Like, I hit my own car. We're good. No one else is involved in this. <laughs> so I go on a cross country flight and come back and land. And just the tip of the propeller hit the side of the car, took off the mirror, and I've got a – it's an okay video of it. So okay. Oh, you, you got a video. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, hold on. Where'd it go? Absolutely. Love, love videos of, of uh, fun things like this. Um, Kevin, would use the Power Mojo too, right, when you fly? I do, yes. Uses – you need a lot of A's, right? You do. Yep. So when you go to a new glider, don't launch it like a mojo. <laughs> and I found even when I go between the mojo and the Luna, a lot of times I'll like blow a launch. I'm like, what am I doing? This is a beginner glider. Why am I messing this up? It's just because I'm, you know. So this is me um, launching um, a Luna down in Wachula, if you guys are familiar. And I'll just let the video play, and then I'll give you commentary afterward. All right. So if you're listening to this uh, show on your favorite podcasting app, uh, you will definitely need to come over to um, to our uh, video, our our live stream. Where's the where to go? Oh, there it is. Oh, we missed the chop and everything, huh? So the uh, person taking the video was. You know, following me with their camera, but their camera stopped, but their head kept watching because they realized, like, oh, my gosh, this guy is hitting his car. <laughs> so um, there's a lot of mistakes that happen here. One, I should have just killed the motor and stopped once I realized that I'm going to collide with something. That's the smart thing to do. My beginner brain at the mind, my, my thought process was dodge. It wasn't stop. It was dodge. Not the right thing to do, in my opinion. Um, but if you look. You can see the mirror kind of falling off. You see it? Yeah. Flash yeah. Oh, yeah. Right yeah. There. The flash. <laughs> yeah, I see it. So the propeller was repairable. I actually still have it over here somewhere. It was a, it's a helix prop, really strong. And the car, I put a Band-Aid over where it hit the car, so it's fixed. It was fine. Um, I actually sold this car, so now someone else has no idea why there's a line in the side of the car um it's a great story i i didn't fix it or anything i thought it was a good uh, reminder about complacency for myself um to keep me safe and look then at, the look at look at your your you know where you took off from i mean there's tents there's cars there's trees um right. where were you trying to go actually i mean what was your plan this way that way you're going trying to more, I was gonna go more right at, right at the windsock yeah oh okay okay gotcha Again, there's, there's eight people above my head that all took off that same way. My glider just came up sideways. And again, I was learning and I didn't have the um, thought to correct it. So my brain said, go and dodge. And that's what I did. It's a great <laughs> wow. thing. I like to learn from other people's mistakes. But sometimes continue the video. I, I, want to I see, contribute I want, to the pool. Yeah, continue the video. I want to see where you where you end up going. Oh, boy. <laughs> Uh, you need you need to you need to 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 kill that cameraman. <laughs> you need to thrash that guy, man. That was awful. All the cool stuff was gone. 
I don't know if uh, he wants to be included, but I'll uh, tell you his uh, name. Don't, don't, say names, don't say names. Don't say names. Don't say names. And I didn't mean kill either. I meant, you know, slap on the very nice guy. Kind of Come on now. He's all a, right. So, he's a very um, good person. It's all, but, it's all good. Yeah. I'll see but, if I can find you in my car unless you guys are good. Oh, no. We're good. Um, probably uh, start to chill at about uh, 9 o'clock, so about another 20 minutes or so. Um, tell you what, I'm, guys. My wife just went to bed. I think I'm going to. Hit the head out. All right. I was I was just gonna ask to see if anybody want needed to go before we continued. Uh Kevin, you good? Joe, you good? Everybody okay? Yeah, I need to go in five about five minutes to shut everything down. All right. Thank so you, we'll... Sean. Yeah, Sean, about good Sean. It was a yeah, blast. Thank Thanks for having me. Talk Absolutely. to you guys later. Yeah. Bye. See you, Sean. Bye guys. Nice to meet you. So you were so close to shattering your window too, huh? So if you look, this is the line in the side of my like quarter panel right there. Can you see my cursor, by the way? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, we can. And so I was that's just, right there. Yeah, if you were closely. So close. There's a line there. Oh, it did hit the the windshield. Mm -hmm. or, I mean, the window. And there's another one over here somewhere, but it's kind of hard to see. And then you can see oh. my uh, my mirror got taken completely off. So by the by the cage, I by the cage, I assume yes. I assume, yeah. I I mean, I felt the whole thing get hit, and I was like. We're flying. We're going. You know, a lot of mistakes are made in this flight. A lot of lessons were learned. A lot of experience I can share to hopefully let you guys learn too. Um, there's a guy I've I've talked to on Facebook. I think his name's like Gareth Payne. He flies in I think Thailand or Southeast Asia, but he also hit a car. So him and I are like the crashing into your own car club. And uh, whenever someone um, post a video of them hitting a car i tag them in it <laughs> so. oh my goodness so so there's a lot of people that um, have hit their own car with their paramotor there's not many people in my in my uh i guess knowledge but there's there's a handful of people i've seen but there's not many that have had a, a similar thing happen and it's oh. usually not as close as this it's usually a lot more that they'll, they'll hit the car and stop flying but you you might you might need to, to to make a Facebook page of uh, paramotor hitting your own car page or something. That would be pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean there's I mean there's uh, Facebook pages for everything. Might as well have one for that, right? <laughs> have, have your own club. It's a very small club, so that's funny. The do's and don'ts <laughs> hitting the car. Yeah, that is that's awesome. Oh, I think goodness. it's all I got, guys. I think that's all I got for tonight. Well, that's really good. So um, that was really awesome. And uh, since everybody needs to go in about five minutes, we can just uh, call it. We'll um, we'll say goodnight to everybody. And uh, that was a really awesome, really awesome show. Um, lots of good stories to share. I'm glad Joey and uh, Kevin and Linda uh, made it here too. And uh, Will and uh, Jim, everybody made it over here, which was awesome. Um, yeah. Jeremy, uh, so we need to if we need to get up with anybody at the USPPA, we actually know somebody right now that's at the USPPA and we know their uh, email address, Jeremy at USPPA.com.org.org. Yep. Yep. Definitely get up with you. And we also know, too, that the USPPA.org, you don't hate, need to be a pilot. You can become a member without being a pilot. Um, you can 
uh, be a member and not ever be a pilot. It just helps our community. So anything that you do definitely helps out. Go over to the USPPA.org. Now, how about as far as like uh, training courses? I know that you got some really good training courses on the USPPA. You got the airspace uh, training, which is really awesome. And of course, you got your uh, PPG one, two, and threes, uh, wheeled air, uh, wheeled. Uh, any other uh, training that you plan on having in the future that you're allowed to talk about um, on the on the site yet? Yeah, I would say we have a uh, couple ground school courses. I think there's two, but one of them is related to instruction. So you might only see um, one on, on your profile. Um, but we are working on expanding our ground school um, on the website. But we recommend you learn from an instructor that's certified through the United States Power Paragliding Association. How's that? <laughs> that was excellent. Love it. So, so it sounds like there might be some more stuff coming out. So I really can't wait. Uh, maybe we'll have you out uh, next season, uh, in season six, and you can really uh, bring us up to date uh, what's going on. Because I mean, since uh, since Noah, you and uh, everybody got you know control over this, it seems like it's really exploded. A lot of things have uh, gone really well at the USPPA. Um, uh, it's, it's totally different from when I joined 100% different. I mean, it's really, really uh, a great site to go to. So you guys have done an amazing job. Thank you. We appreciate it. And if you're interested in working with us, we're always looking for volunteers. I was just, I'll, I'll, I will get up with you because yes, I think it'd be a really good uh, thing to do. Absolutely. I will get up with you about that. Sounds great. Excellent. Cool. And something else, something else I was going to touch on too, Jeremy was just talking about the tandem exemption. And if it hadn't been for me taking a tandem ride back in August of 2023 at the Moonshiners flying with PPG gorilla, Rick Davies, mm -hmm. uh, I wouldn't be paramotoring like I am now. And so it was that, it was kind of like it, I've been watching this happen for probably 20 years of my life. And it's taken me till now getting to this point to be where I feel like I could commit to doing it. And so I took my first solo back in October 28th, but there's no way I would have done that had I not got the opportunity to take that tandem ride. That's so I love that, the tandem exemption. I, I love that story. Uh, the question is um, when you went you said you went to a fly-in and that's where you got the uh, the tandem or you went over to Rick Davies to get the tandem? No, I went to a fly-in. It was over in Mountain City, Tennessee at Moonshiners. Okay, so you went to Moonshiners and uh, you went there just to see what it was all about. And is that is that why you went there? Did you go there with anybody else? Um, were you interested yeah, my in friend, my friend mm -hmm. Von Anglin, uh, he's been flying paramotors since 2007. He was in the chat tonight. And uh, he's kind of a self-trained pilot. I know that's kind of shunned upon, but, you know, in the area we live in back at that time, there wasn't a lot of people in the PPG community doing instruction or anything like that in our area. So it's kind of like one of them things, if you wanted it bad enough, you just had to do it, you know. And so I've been watching him all these years, two, three, four flights a year, whatever he can squeeze in uh, to get his experience level. Um, but he said, you know, he's not had very many friends that have followed in his footsteps and jumped in to do it. 
and like I'm one of the first guys, but I've always had a, a passion inside of me for aviation uh, ever since I was a little kid. I can remember um, at four or five years old standing on the hood of my mom's car at the end of Douglas International over in Charlotte, Mecklenburg County, before it was the international airport and watching these big jets take off overhead as we're sitting there eating chicken on the top of the car, you know, so it's like just aviation, something about it has always intrigued me and I've always wanted to be uh, in some form or fashion involved. And um, I've worked really hard my whole life to get to where I am and I've had a lot of cool toys, but uh, paramotoring is by far uh, the, the wildest thing I think I've ever done. And it's slow, it's safe, it's it's just, it's an, it's next level, you know? I don't know, it's, it's super cool. I really enjoy it. I feel like it's therapeutic. It is. Oh, definitely therapeutic. Oh my gosh. It's, That's it's, a cool story, a, Joey. That's a cool story. I'm glad a, you shared that. I keep saying people need to put out a disclaimer for the tandem rides because it's, that is such a false advertisement of what paramotoring by yourself is really like, because it's like a magic carpet ride. You don't really get the sensation you get when you fly by yourself and you're the pilot in command, you know? And so, uh, it puts a little bit more pressure on you. As long as you're a person who does well under pressure, I think it's okay. <laughs> That's cool, Joey. That is yeah. that. So, so you went on your first tandem, and you got on your first tandem, and when you did that, you were hooked. You said, "Yeah, it's to... like it notary. It notary stamps something and in you my got heart. Your it's like it sealed oh, the you deal." Got your own equipment. You got your own yep. equipment and all that. and Purchased my stuff, and I've taken a solo flight. I've had a lot of great help from the community. And so, and that's even with uh, Sean Simons, PPG Grandpa here, you know, he's sent me over all kinds of stuff to help kind of keep me uh, getting more and more educated about the ground school and airspace and uh, different things that are in the syllabus, even though I haven't went to a, a formal school. But the, the first flight I took, I was on comms and a lot of people joke about one of the guys that was in the video because he's like yelling at the top of his lungs, power, power, power. And everybody's like, God, who's that screaming power? And I'm like, oh, that's my buddy. If it, it didn't bother me a bit, you know, because the other guy, the, my buddy Vaughn, he was on the phone with me on comms and he's like really calm and relaxed voice. And you can kind of <laughs> hear him at the end of the video. So it's like. Just the ability to be able to turn your brain off and listen and do what someone else is telling you. I think that is what really made my first flight, you know, magical because uh, getting up there and having all that pressure on yourself and all the unknowns and not having a communication, not being able to switch your brain off and be like, okay, just listen to what they're telling you to do, you know. It would have been a whole lot different. Like, I wish I could be one of them guys. Like, uh, I even told Sean Simons, like, Chucky Wright, you know, just who has that drive about him to be able to go out and do it. Like, nothing's going to stop me. <laughs> uh, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't have that, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, Chucky's a friend of mine. He's got good energy, and he's made quite the uh... – uh, his, his progression story is pretty cool, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree, man. I mean, and then I've even talked to when I was at Moonshiners, I got to speak with uh, Robert Woodall, winging it Woody. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. he's a super humble guy, man. And he said he kind of came from the same place, you know, where he's just decided to do it and traded dirt biking for paramotoring and just got into it and, you know, just kind of winged it. 
Yeah. I love that about his name too. Like it's so symbolic of where he came from, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But he super was humble guy. On our show. He was the oh, guest yeah. on our uh, show years ago. Even yeah. Chucky, I'm even Chucky, even Chucky. We've, we, we've, we've had a lot of people over these last five seasons on the show. We've had a yeah. huge variety of people that just got into it. that only had a flight yep. or two. We had some people that haven't got into it yet, but are going to. And we've had people that been in the, this for all, you know, for a long time. We've had Kylo, uh, Oakley. We've had, um, love uh, Kylo. Yeah, Kylo is 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 the bomb diggity. Um yeah. we have a lot of people. Um, um Andrew Fuller, we've had on there. Um yeah. that's who else do we get? Um yeah, I'm thinking who else saw yeah. I know right right off right off the bat. I I mean we also had uh, you know Jeff Gowen that wrote the uh the PPG mm -hmm. Bible. So anybody yep. that has been in the sport, you know, yeah. I mean I think we had uh Jeff a couple of times over the years. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I you, you guys are on episode two hundred seven. I've probably watched at least I don't know two hundred of the two hundred and seven. <laughs> Just trying well, to it's like funny. A it's funny when we, when I first started doing this. When I first started doing this, I would I would have my iPad and then I would call the person on my phone, put it on speakerphone. My iPad would be uh, recording our conversation. And that was our first uh, a, a couple episodes. That's how we did our episodes at the beginning because we didn't have the technology. I didn't know about the Zoom and stuff like that. So the first ones yeah. were not the best quality, but... I wanted to do this, you know, I wanted, I wanted to meet a lot of people. That's why I did the podcast. I wanted to learn a lot because uh, I'm always going to be a student, you know, even though I, I help people run into the sky, I'm always a student. And uh, that's why I love to go to advanced classes, advanced courses, SIVs, uh, meet up with other people, go to fly-ins. There's, there's a <laughs> lot of knowledge out there and a lot of wonderful people. And uh, I think yep. all you guys are amazing. Yeah, I, that's that's why I, I couldn't agree more. Yeah, well, that's why I just I decided two years ago, I when I went to um, Eric and Jade's fly in in uh, Torchport, Torchport, Michigan, Northern Lights, Paramotor, LLC. Um, I decided to take my first tandem because I wanted to know what it was all about. You know, I, I was following the shows and then I finally got on the show with you, Sean, and and whatnot and i yeah i just decided went over that fly-in and i just kind of watched everybody and i thought if i didn't do it i'd regret it so before i knew it i was sitting in the seat went up in the air and I, i'm telling you yeah it changed my life i mean oh my gosh even when i talk about it i still get emotional because it, it really really changed my life and and when I landed, I was crying, I was laughing, everybody was crying and hugging me and everything. And it was like the coolest thing. And then, yeah. And then last year, I went, I went back up again because I had so much fun the first time, but it was even better because I knew what to expect. And then I was like telling them, you know, I want to do a flyby, you know, I want, want to do a, what do you, stop and go, whatever they call it. And um, touch and go. Yeah, touch and go, and and so um, yeah, so I'm going back again in May, and uh, want to get back there. there again. Yeah, I'll see you yeah, there. Jeremy. 
Yes. Yes. So <laughs> one of these years I'll make it to bad apples. It's not going to be this year probably, but one of these years, my buddy Vaughn's been telling me all about it and all the hype of how all the pilots come there. And he says it might not be the place for a beginner pilot to necessarily fly, but just yeah. the atmosphere of being there and being around all the, celebrities you know that's i feel like a celebrity being on your show right now just because how many people have already done this long before me but i'm sitting in the super chat anyway i figured what the heck man come on here and chat it up a little bit i love talking about paramotors anyway Uh, i'm all in man i mean i I just absolutely love it um and i've only had one flight so it's only going to go bigger (laughs) and better from here you know there you go well you're welcome to join us anytime on monday nights Jump in this I love it. Yeah. Sean, I was talking to him earlier and um, was telling him, you know, it's like all the information you guys do spill out here. Like even Jeremy uh, tonight, giving those little nuggets, those little gold nuggets of information and like being so humble as to go over stuff that a lot of people would be humiliated about, you know, crashing into your own car on a launch, you know, a lot of people wouldn't want to share that, but just to be able to be in a place to, to do that, I think that's uh, a part of what makes the community so great, you know, to share your ups yeah. and your downs, your highs and your lows. Yep. Absolutely. I hope to do the same. Yeah. yeah you can learn good. something from anybody. Everyone Absolutely. knows something. Oh, yeah. My know. first flight was far from perfect. <laughs> it was a good first flight because I was able to get up. I did like a little figure eight, uh, probably 150, 200 feet. And then I came in and landed. And landed on my feet. I didn't break no gear. I didn't have any major mishaps. So the flight itself was exactly what you would want for your first flight, you know. But my hang points were a little off. So on launch, uh, I didn't have any torque compensation. I've kind of talked to Sean a little bit about this. And so uh, my my tremors were pulled all the way in. My hang points were a little bit far out. And so when I launched, it's like it scooped me into the seat and I immediately had riser twist. And so the wing is going to the right and my feet are swinging out and going to the left. And so I have to compensate, um, you know, with the throttle to kind of keep it. So I'd come off the gas a little bit and get back on the gas and just to try to even it out. So I wasn't rocking so hard, Um, but I didn't have any steerability and i think that was the most scary thing for me it wasn't so much the climbing and the sensation of going up as it was not really having that that steerability or as much control as i i had thought i would have you know i'm, I'm sure that a lot of people are think are, are thinking themselves or wondering um where did you get training from ah aha. right <laughs> Uh, yeah, some friends of mine, you know, that's the thing is I haven't, I haven't got any formal training. And that's why, you know, with the run into the sky paramotor school, you've sent me a bunch of, of what you would do for your ground school with the airspace and being knowledgeable of that. And then the risk versus rewards and things that are already implemented in the syllabus. Um, and I know my buddy that I, I had helping me that was on comms, he's not a USPPA instructor, uh, but just a good friend of mine. We was RC pilot buddies uh, 20 years, you know, before I finally jumped in and decided to do paramotoring. So one of the things that we're doing is we're working on uh, a website. So right now, if you go to uh, 
paramotorcollege.com. We're working on uh, uh, actually putting together our website. Now, we don't have that the, the main one where you can log in and you can watch videos on how-tos and, and uh, learn of uh, everything about the you know how to fly but um it's a basic thing like you can uh, check out the far 103s you can uh, do tests online the uh, us the the ppg one two and three tests are there the wheel tests are there the airspace that USPPA um got is there um a lot of information uh some videos that you can watch as far as learning how to clip in and clip in correctly and how to launch you know these are uh, it's kind of like a tips and tricks and kind of a place to go to 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 learn a couple of things but it's definitely not a you know uh learn online uh how to fly but uh, people that have um uh self-taught it's not just getting up in the air it's your airspace you know, it's understanding your rules and regulations. You have FAR 103. You got to know that. How about your um, winds aloft? Do you know your winds aloft? How about your sectional chart? So you know that you're flying in the correct air, you know, airspace. What is airspace? Um, you know, what what airspace do you, do you launch in? Can you launch in G airspace with uh, uh, less than a mile of visibility? No, you need at least a mile of visibility. How about uh, uh, clouds? They need to be free of clouds. You know, how high does G airspace go up to? Across the United States, 1,200, sometimes around airports. 700. But how do you know if it's 700? What airspace sets on top of uh, a G airspace? E airspace. It goes up to what? You know, and also E airspace is kind of cut into two different uh, spots, 10,000 feet and under and 10,000 feet above. Did you know that? There's a cloud clearance that is different. You need to have more cloud clearance and more visibility depending on where you are in, in E airspace. You can't just uh, turn on your strobe a half an hour before sunrise, go up to 10,000 feet and watch the sunrise. You're in controlled airspace. You can only go up into G airspace for that half an hour before, uh, before sunrise and after sunset. You can't go into E airspace with your strobe you know, during that time. So there's a lot of things that you need to know to make sure that you are safe and that you are a an ambassador to our sport you know not that guy that nobody wants to go uh, they don't want you to go to a fly-in because you're that guy don't be that guy don't be that that person you want to be uh, very knowledgeable and when you fly you want to be very respectful and be that ambassador to the sport enough of that rant agreed i mean that, but that's that's a big part of it though i mean going from uh, being uh, self-trained to going through a school and learning all these little tidbits and uh, the, the bits and pieces that you put together uh, because otherwise you do, you end up going out there and eventually stepping on people's toes or flying low over somebody's farm and upsetting them and their animals. And so, uh, yeah, you, you want to go about it the right way for sure. You know, and then the thing is too, like with the tandem exemption, that's why I was going back to that is because, you know, I, I've only had one flight and got my, my solo. And so I'm hoping to get to the same place in my progression as Jeremy is to where I can eventually go for a, um, you know, a tandem exemption and be able to do like you were talking about, take my wife. But at the same time, I don't want to do it right now. You know, I want to wait and jump through the right steps and, and go about it the right way. Um <laughs> Just so everything's the way it's supposed to be, and I'm I'm making sure my granddaughter's safe, my wife's safe, and I'm safe. And you know, yes, one thing if you day, go up there, you know, yes, one thing if you go up there and hurt somebody. But can you imagine going up there and hurting, you know, somebody in your family or hurting somebody? Mm -hmm. it, it it would hurt it hurt your your heart more than anything. It's like, oh man, I can't believe I did that. 
you know, so you got to really have a lot of skill, uh, understanding, get that exemption, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, and, and have some, some, have a good amount of time under your belt, um, as a, uh, trike pilot, you know, um, you just don't want to go from being a foot launch pilot to go, oh, let's get a temp, uh, a tandem exemption for a wheeled launch. Uh, you, you, it's, it's a big difference, but it's kind of the same. Um, Kevin has been flying a uh, foot launch, but we also got him into the, the tandem or not the tandem, the, uh, the trike trainer on the ground, right? We had that. Yes. I've, I've done that one time. <clears throat> I want to get a little more proficient on foot launch, uh, before I, I guess, progress to, to trike but but the uh, trike is but, interesting because you know it is it is fun you know a lot of you, people are like i don't want to got to trike, but it trike is fun i've got a my friend vaughn he has uh both he's got a sky 110 that's a foot launch rig and then he's also got a power gold 130 that's on a sky cruiser frame it's a little bit older unit um but I've got on this track and kind of putted it around uh, out in the field and just to kind of feel what the thrust and uh, to feel the difference of like you hanging in the seat on launch versus how you run into the seat when you're foot launching. It's like you're already there. You just basically have to point the wheel in the direction the wing's going to go. Kind of like how when you're foot launching, you run under that low side. I guess with the trike, you more or less steer towards the low side to get it, to bring it back up. Uh, so there's little differences for sure. And, you know, I eventually would like to get to the same place to where I could have uh, like one of those little trikes you can attach your motor to and take it off. That way, if I go to a flying, I can ride my trike over to the farthest corner away from everybody to get set up to launch. And like you say, if the winds change direction, you just pack everything back up, head to the other side of the field and set up over there. and Bam, you're ready to go. Whether you foot launch or trike launch, you know, it doesn't really matter just to get up and get flying. Even, me, if, that's the name even of the if you game. don't fly a trike, you can get one of those light trikes like you're talking about and take it to your flying, right? Let's say that you're at Bad Apples, right? We, we, we've been to Bad Apples. But let's say that the wind shifted instead of right there where everybody is. You got to go all the way across that field so you launch into the wind. Well, you just bolt on your light trike, drive yourself over there, unbolt your light trike, and foot launch from that side. Bam, gone, so, up and away. So right, so you don't have to fly the trike. But man, it's a great transportation mechanism for your, for your paramotor and your wing. Definitely a good tool to have in your yeah. arsenal, for sure. <laughs> hey, Joey, just make sure you don't set up your glider right in front of someone else when you're at a flying. I made that mistake. Uh-oh. Yeah. This guy's ready to launch. He's ready to go, and it's my first fly. I'm like, oh, this looks like a good spot. And he's like, what are you doing? <laughs> so don't make that mistake like I did. I was a hooligan. <laughs> don't be that guy don't be that guy every, it happens every every flying there's some guys that set up in front of you but oh uh, my gosh. learn yeah, from that mistake runs that way <laughs> but on that same note what's when it comes to fly-ins go to the spPA.org look at the uh, calendar events that are coming up go to these fly-ins even if you uh are not a pilot go to these fly-ins the, the networking and a flying a fly-in is so awesome i've gone to fly-ins and haven't flown and just networked uh, because it's more fun to sit there talk to pilots watch people you know take off and uh their blue the blooper reels at fly-ins are amazing uh so if you got your camera out you can catch some really interesting 
things <laughs> that happen over at Flyins. And another thing too, if you are a newbie over at a Flyin, uh, we all can do what you can do. Don't go over the LZ and do uh, you know do spirals and barrel rolls and stuff. We can all do that. Move away so we can all launch and land mm -hmm. for sure. Uh, we probably need to right. do a uh, a podcast again on uh, the etiquette of fly-ins. If you look back under paratalk.org, which is our audio version of this, we do have um, the uh, what I just said, where um, we talk about how to how to be the good guy, that nice guy, not that guy over at a fly-in. All the etiquette over at a fly-in. So check that out too. Um, it is after nine o'clock. Do we still want to talk? Do we need to go? I know Linda said that yeah. she needs to go. Uh, Kevin, you need to go, yeah, buddy? I'm ready to yeah, go. I probably need to. Yeah. I kind of need to go too. Yeah, it's Everybody's after 10 my like time. <laughs> All right. So let's go ahead and call it an evening. Thank you so much for joining us, uh, Jeremy. We definitely appreciate you. Yes, Jeremy. Uh, Kevin Thank Houston, you. can't wait for you to jump over here again. Paramom, Linda, can't wait to go up to Torchport and uh, see you hang out. And Joey, can't wait for you to get over here from North Carolina so we can hang out. And I can uh, teach you a couple more tips and tricks that will make your launches and landings so much better. Plus, uh, we'll be working on that. Paramotorcollege.com. So check that out. A lot of good information there. And we will continue to work on that. Uh, um, Jeremy, cool. thank you so much, buddy. I appreciate you, man. Thank you, Jeremy. Thank yeah, you guys for Jeremy. having me. Nice to meet good. all you That's guys. Here. Yeah, Lots you too, man. People. Yep, be thanks safe out me. there, and I'll nice see you in May. More see you in May. Hopefully, all we right. get good weather. We're trying I know, to exactly. make the hearts come out the little heart thing, but there it goes. Woo! <laughs> I did it. That's my magic yeah. show for the night. Mine doesn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's hard okay. to pick mine that too. I know this is broken. Ah, you got a heart. Point, point <laughs> yeah. to the, Jeremy, point to the other side. Point to it's the other. Here. There you go. It's right there. Oh, on my screen, it's over here. <laughs> oh, yeah, the heart thing. That's right. Let's see. Awesome. Obviously, you're going to reactions. Let's see, there you go. So you guys have a wonderful night. Thank you so much, Jeremy. There it is. Appreciate everybody. Look at all the hearts. The other side, Kevin. There you go, Kevin. Good job. <laughs> Your arm disappeared. That's scary, but okay. We don't still attach. That's so fun. That was fun. Here. Yeah, you guys want to uh, learn more about me, Sean Simons, PPG Grandpa, find me at ppggrandpa.com. Um, there's a little bit of backstory about me at ppggrandpa.com, iflyparamotors.com, and obviously I'm always at runintothesky.org, our nonprofit organization to help disabled vets. If you're not a disabled vet or a hero that, um, you know, like a doctor, um, EMT, uh, anybody that helps out people, um, uh, we also have uh, Paramotor Arkansas, so check out paramotorarkansas.com or paramotorarkansas.org as we're switching everything over to uh, for everything to be you know, um, a nonprofit. Anybody else have anything before we say good night to everybody? If you want to be a guest on my show, <laughs> your show, my you show. I heard that. Go to paramomusa.com. It'll take you right to my Facebook page and uh, just let me know. DM me, say, hey, I want to be on your show and I'll get you all set up and you can be a guest on our show, just like Jeremy. We always have a really good time. Thank you so much, chatters and listeners, uh, viewers, all that good stuff. We really appreciate all of you, you know, hanging with us on Monday nights. We really do. Much love. I always say much love. Be safe out there flying and all that good stuff. So 
Absolutely. Yeah, Speaking it. about dot coms, I think Kevin got a new dot com because he figured out what he wants to be as far as in the paramotor community. Uh, what did it finally end up being your your dot com, buddy? Well, uh, I, I did get a dot com. Um, it's uh, flying five o dot com. So uh, uh, all letters, but uh, it goes straight to my YouTube right now. So. Uh, I'm uh, kind of excited about it. So I don't have many videos. I've only got probably three flying videos on there, but uh, uh, it's kind of a, it's, it's cool. So I know uh, Jeremy and Sean, y'all all have a bunch. So uh, uh, yeah. hopefully I'll catch up one day. <laughs> we'll have to, we'll have to do a lot of, uh, <laughs> we can post, put them up on your, on your YouTube channel and everybody can go to, what is it again? Uh, flying five O. Flying50.com. So that sounds Flying like you're a police officer. Okay. I am. Yes. You yeah. are a police officer? Oh my gosh, I better don't arrest me. I'm okay. I didn't do nothing wrong. No. Uh, so yeah, I was going to say he's either flying a Mustang or he's flying blue lights. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think about the Mustang file. That's hilarious. That's not about 5.0. Yep. Yep. So Kevin is going to be uh, retiring pretty soon too. And hopefully he'll be coming over to the... Uh, to the run to the sky and um, help us out a lot and uh, be able to take drink his cup of coffee and walk outside and go fly and help disabled vets and just, you know, enjoy this, the rest of his life without having to, to worry about being shot. Yeah. Or worry about everybody else, everybody else's problems. So uh, 25 years of it, time to hang it up. Congratulations. Kevin. Yes. Congratulations. That you've done. That's awesome. Yeah. Yes. Thanks for your service. Thank yes. you. Absolutely. Much respect. Much respect. It's a dirty job cleaning the streets up, but somebody's got to do it, man. It can't all be left to the oh, yeah. trash guys. No, we can't. <laughs> Definitely can't. And just like Kevin and I were talking about before, you can't just say donuts about cops because everybody loves donuts. So shut everybody up. Everybody does love donuts. Everybody loves donuts. <laughs> all right thank guys you. thank you so much i thank had you. an amazing time you were awesome jeremy uh kevin linda joy everybody else um that was thank y'all for having me will and jim we definitely appreciate y'all we miss scuba steve and uh, we'll see you next week right ryan here. ross yeah ryan ross will be here episode 206 on yep. the 26th so make sure that you set your calendar and you yep. are here and we will see you next time when we all run into the sky good night everybody night. Bye. peace no maybe we should do something more like uh, have hand toggles to go peace like with hand no i don't know that's stupid okay. I'll be <laughs> i'm going to bed i'm i'm i'm, I'm old night <laughs> bye